Welcome back, Fatsiders. Another week in the books. We're recording on a Thursday this week, rather than our usual Monday, which has given us a chance to dissect some of the fodder that gets dredged up over the course of the week. We've had the tribunal, we've had the news about a Carlton board member dropping out, we've had the end of the Hawks AFL uh, racism investigation. So there's plenty of topics for us to chew the fat on. The scheduling difficulty also meant we got a little bit of a bonus. Our good mate, Paddy Bateman, decided to drop in. The pod gets a little bit crazy. We get a bit carried away with ourselves at points. There's a few rants and there's a few jokes. And uh, this is the type of pod you want to record. Sit back with your mates, have a few beers, and really just enjoy talking footy. So whilst we hope you enjoy it, apologies for any audio issues. It was a little bit of a technical nightmare this week as well. But to send us in, as always, here are our boys from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I was driving along today, but back streets, I mean, complete like shit truck back streets of Thornbury. And I see this young lady walking up the sidewalk. Let me tell you, she has to be the number one earner of Thornbury, Melbourne, maybe Victoria on OnlyFans. It was like, I was like, oh "Oh my goodness. (laughs) So after I nearly pulled a neck muscle, I drive 20 more meters down the road and there's this old wog guy (laughs) standing out the front of his house with these fruit trees and shit. And he's in his like suit. This looks like picture Al Pacino, but in 10 more years, like old wog guy, classic. And he's staring straight up, watching her walk away. I've never seen a man more fixated on anything. And as I drive past him, he looks at me and I throw out a little Italian gang sign at him. I'm like, <laughs> he just nods back and gives me a thumbs up. You guys are disgusting. You've been a good opportunity. Oh, you're a Collingwood supporter. That's Bo McCreary. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so he was like full like. Oh, he was loving it. Yeah. He was loving it. Was it like Italian, like an Italian version of Herbert the Pervert from but yeah, random Thornbury, and I thought, sweetheart, what are you doing? You should be get get yourself out of here. You go yeah. make some real money. Oh dear. So yeah, that was a that was a good day. I tell you what else was a good day. <laughs> Sounds it. <laughs> tell you what else is a good day for me, mate. What's a good day? Last week on Saturday. So let's talk about good days. Oh, Saturday was... was a great day for me. Mm. Uh, that said, we didn't really pump the West Coast Eagles by anywhere near enough. But I think they turned up. to they were trying to prove something. Yeah. yeah clearly. Absolutely. They, yeah. they got a few veterans back and they switched it on a little bit. Mm. Much to my yeah. disappointment because I was expecting... Did Adam Simpson play? <laughs> <laughs> Just before he goes to Bali for three weeks. Yeah. Oh, man. I wish I could be complaining about how St. Kilda didn't beat Hawthorne by enough. So I'm complaining that we didn't... Well, we didn't quite beat them by enough. We caught them at the wrong time and yeah. only beat them by 50 points. Nice. I'm actually kind of shitty. Like, percentage will matter this year. Well, that, that's a response game for them. 50-point loss. It is a that's response game. That's huge. That's a big turnaround. I, I heard they sung the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least the Birds of Tokyo part. Yeah. 
But uh, look, enough enough about my game. It's, it's not much to write home about, obviously. So yeah. it's just a standard 50-point win. Should have done a bit more, but whatever. Did what we had to do. Now, both of you are here, and it's been... Qu- yes. We're recording quite late in the week. Yes, yeah. But I want to... Welcome, Paddy. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, we're no. joined by the great Paddy Bateman this evening. Yes. Welcome back, mate. I'll put thank it in you, there. Thank you. It's an untimely. Yeah, it's an untimely. Uh, it's an untimely visit from you. Yeah, but pretty we'll honorary. I've been. We'll I've walked into a walked into a minefield here. I think. But <laughs> just ca- just cast your mind back five days. <laughs> yep. What was the What was the vibe like? Where did you watch the game? I watched it at home. Yeah. Couch. Mm-hmm. With the with the lovely other half. Yeah, she was there. She wasn't really watching. She's yep. not overly interested. Oh, I must say, she did send a Snapchat of just her face and her <laughs> eyes like expanding because all you could hear in the background is Patty going, "Fucking Hawthorne, <laughs> fucking five fucking goals from Hawthorne." Yeah, five in a row, man. I couldn't. I repeated it so many times. It throughout the whole game when it was because they were better than us the whole game, pretty much from start to finish, especially in the first and the fourth. Mm-hmm. But the whole day, the whole game, I was just sitting there going, "This can't happen." I reckon I said this can't happen 100 times. This this cannot happen. Meanwhile, this can't I'm happen. Watching, meanwhile, I'm watching it going, this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, could, I just, it just had that smell about it after the first quarter. I was like, this is not a good day for us. Mm. But then, obviously, when we kicked away or had that like three goal buffer in the fourth quarter, I thought, we'll be fine here. Yeah. But that's just fucking calamity to lose that game from then. Have we underrated Hawthorne a little bit? Uh, yeah, I, I certainly have. Yeah, they're not the bottom. They're not in the mix with North and West Coast at all. I think they were thrown into that group, but they're definitely not in that group. Are they? Would you put them level with the Giants, or just a below, just below them? No, I think levels fine. Yeah, the Giants have been. We've been talking about it for weeks. Yeah. yeah, they've been fine. They've been competitive. Yeah. Their yeah. losses aren't big. Mm. They just don't quite have the cattle. But there will be weeks where it works. Yeah, for sure. It just makes me wonder what they would have been if. Torino and Hopper had stayed under the new coach. Like, would they be? Would they have won a few of those closer games? Jeez, how do you think those boys are feeling right now? Pretty, mm. pretty. Yeah, it's pretty shit. You would have got the same money. I'm not sure Hopper would have stayed though. Tom Green is clearly the future. Yeah, well, mm. one of those boys that went to Richmond will have a third club. One of them will leave. I have to. They both signed seven years, yeah, seven year deals. Yeah, someone that. will take that. Richmond will be spewing. Richmond will be spewing. All Hop- their fans thought this year they were going back. Was Hopper seven years as well? Yes. Yeah, both seven years. Both Ooh. seven years. Yeah. Yeah. They've locked them up for a long time. And yeah. now they're going to be probably going backwards. Mm. Not ideal to have two big yeah. contracts for seven years. And by the sounds of it, they're going to end up with a first-time coach. So God knows how that'll go. Yeah, Brett Peake's made his way back down to Melbourne where he coached the Tigers oh. to join McWalter. Nice, nice. Robert Eddy and Robert uh, Raph Clark to join the coaching ranks as well, I think. So. I heard, heard director of football, Farron Ray. Farron Ray, yeah. big yeah. faz. Legend. Big faz, yeah. Yeah, and then um, yeah. So, the St Kilda, St Kilda royalty. The push yeah. to be ninth again. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah. That is um, mediocre city, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I, heard, I heard Gwilt didn't get to the second interview, unfortunately. So. Squilty. Yeah. He was at the Bombers for a bit. He was fucking yeah. useless. He was sparking. He was serviceable for us. Do you know, Gwilty. I saw him on a cherry picker once. I'm like, what's going on here? He's a sparky. So there you go. <laughs> Remember other average players from the AFL like Andrew Walsh? <laughs> Worth like $400 million now. <laughs> he could buy Melbourne, that guy. To be fair, it was his dad's um, yeah. property investment business and I think he's just expanded the shit out of it. But yeah. Uh, yeah. probably a few Essendonian board connections along the way, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's on your board, isn't he? Or he, what? he was 
four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Fucking oath he's on the board, dude. <laughs> 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 no. Um, all right. So Max King's return last couple of weeks. Good. Very oh, good. Very yeah. good. Averaging four goals a game. Real good. Yeah. But the rest of the forward line. Not ideal. Caminiti still floating around there. Um, I mean, we're not expecting him to be kicking bags. He's making a contest. He's probably doing his job. But the Smalls have been good this year. Um, well, Higgins has been quite good. Higgins has been quite good. Butler's been back to not to his best. Obviously, that year in twenty twenty, had it was unbelievable. But he's oh, definitely been now. he's definitely been pretty good. He's been good this year. <laughs> yeah, and um, geez, who else? Memory memory injured himself again, so he's not been playing. But he wasn't looking that great when he came nah, back. Nah, he really wasn't. So yeah, I feel like we do need another another bloke we can rely on to kick a, a couple goals a game. You need Mitch back. Machido. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Mm. Machido. Yeah. Well, that would. That's a big loss. Yeah. Well, so, be surprised um, if he remembered who he was after that. Was nasty. Dude, man. that was really bad, that wasn't was it? So bad. Son of a GI. <laughs> He'll never forget that. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, jeez. No, you do need yeah. him back, and he and he is a bit of a revelation. But there needs to be. There need, mm, are we are we getting into old Ross territory? That's how it's felt the last three weeks. To be honest, it's looked pretty gross, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like the forward Real line. Real defensive. And the, yeah, the forward line doesn't quite click. And then it's like if the defense gets opened up for a quarter or two, all of a yeah. sudden these games are all going to be losses. Yeah. Yeah. So it was weird to watch them kick five in a row. Yeah, because when I was on earlier in the year, I literally said it doesn't look like we're going to have run, big runs against us. Nope. And it's happened a few times in the last – like obviously Adelaide did, us, did it to us in the first quarter. Mm. And then it's happened again in the last quarter against Hawthorne, who were not a, mm. not a good side. No. Like you should be just – finishing that game off. It's not a big win, but just get the job done. Four points is four points, but they've had the big run on, which I didn't think would be happening to us. But Back to the competitive nature of Hawthorne. Like four four weeks ago, I went to Dogs Hawks and they Mm. were bloody good. They they dug in. They were in front for maybe a half. You were like, oh, 60 plus. I was like, not going to happen. Yeah. 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 They've had a couple of shockers, but all in all, Sam Mitchell's got something going on down there. Yeah. John Newcomb's a freak. Dude, right. he killed us. He might just be letting them all keep their mobile phones with them. Yeah. <laughs> New- Newcomb and Day absolutely killed us on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, they were. They well, were see, this is what I was going to ask you. Like, this is a serious question. Where would you rank out of eighteen teams? Where do you rank your midfield? Not very high. I won't hold you to like we the got... specific number, but give me like a range. It's middle of the park at best. Middle of the road at best. We're not. So you're in ninth. Yeah, around eighth, ninth, around that. Tenth. Like we've obviously got Steele's not been at his best so far this year. He's had a couple of big games. Um, Crouch is just, you know, he's a he gets a lot of the ball and he's been pretty good this year. But you got guys like Ross going through there who are just slow and mm-hmm. it's just, I mean just I can't believe Windhager's not getting into this midfield. How is Windhager? Well, his numbers are his, yeah. his numbers are knocking the damn door down, aren't they? It's criminal, man. Yeah, yeah. they should be. And it's least. like consensus across St Kilda's borders. Why is Windhager not in this team? Yeah. Yeah. How could he not be in here? You've got to be a club that rewards effort, yeah, have to, or performance, yeah. have to be, yeah, yeah. And when he's come on as sub, when he's been been listed as a sub, he's come on and been good. Like he's getting getting the ball, and he's big pressure player. Like lays the tackles. There must be something that Ross doesn't like, though. <sighs> well, I, I mean, know. Ross is no fool, right? No, obviously not. We know he's more about football than all of us. Yeah, we're not so. talking about yeah. Michael Voss. We're talking yeah. about Ross the boss. Yeah, Ross the boss. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So there must be something they don't like about his game, but. <laughs> Oh, well, you're getting Carlton's second best midfielder who's playing twos at the moment anyway next year, I reckon, Paddy Dow. He'll be at the Saints next year. 
Is that a thing, is it? Yeah, or I've, I've, I haven't heard about that, no. Really? Yeah, mm. yeah. You guys have shown a keen interest. There you go. Yeah, he's getting mid-30s every week in the VFL and um, Carlton haven't even looked at him to bring him in. I think, uh, oh, I've got, seen his numbers. They're phenomenal. Yeah. And mm. You've got to reward, and this goes back to the Carlton are in the same spot. You've got to reward effort. Mm. Especially when they're struggling so much. And then, yeah. Yeah, they've got such a good midfield on paper. Yeah. And they're getting killed. Like, you've got to try and change something. Especially with so many outs this week, Hewitt's going out. I think Cripps has actually been named to play. But still, yeah. you thought Dow might, if he's going to get a look in, it'd be this week. Yeah, mm. so Kerno uh, admitted Hewitt's injured. Fair enough. Nick Newman's a big loss for them. Yeah. I think. But there was some criticisms about them not running the ball through Saad anywhere near enough considering he's a really high talent and mm. an extremely good ball user. Yeah. So, yeah, some big questions about how Carlton are setting up, really. I mean, the guys that they're bringing in aren't midfield replacements and they've ignored Paddy Dow for another week. Mm. Yeah. Which is kind of staggering because Cripps is... I mean, he got he got towed up yeah. by Isaac Heaney. Yeah. Who... Quite frankly, has not had a good year. He's been in career worst form, Isaac Haney. I reckon, arguably. Yeah, it's yeah. like for impact wise, there's no impact. Nah, no. it's probably the worst impact season yeah. he's had for I reckon five, six years, like quite some time. Yeah, and so that's his, like twenty seven. That's now? his modus operandi, mate. Impact, impact. Thanks, Kingy. Fuck me. Save for the war room champion. Fuck it out. Just wait at numbers. <laughs> Sheer weight of Sheer numbers. Sheer weight of numbers. <laughs> now, um, yeah, Paddy Cripps. Well, we talked about his numbers last week. Paddy Yips, mate. It's Paddy, Paddy Yips. Yips. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, better, he's better than Marcus Bontempelli. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, he was. <laughs> he was. Yeah. It's an ongoing duel. For six weeks. Well, we'll wait for we'll wait for the last four weeks of this year and watch your boy fucking just absolutely yeah. rock. Loves hitting the pillow at round nineteen, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah, loves it. <laughs> hitting the for pillow. Years, yeah. I, for years, I was convinced he was hitting the pillow every weekend, but <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think I was wrong, or at least biting it. <laughs> oh no! You didn't have to. No, you, you didn't, didn't have, have to, to do that. <laughs> Chaos, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. chaos. Oh, it's fantastic. Been watching too much Theo. Intrusive thoughts always win. Oh, dear. Anyway, cleaned it up. The Hawks, you got beaten by that. I'll circle all the way back. Your midfield's middle of the table. I think it's bottom six, to tell you the truth. And that's going to sound like a real barb. I don't mean it to. Yeah. But Brad Crouch is Brad Crouch. Yeah. He's good. He does the job. But I don't His know. Job. Is he in like the top 30, 40 players in the comp? No, no. Right. No. No. And at no. the moment, man, Jack Steele is worse than Brad Crouch. That's he's, the reality. Yeah, he's, he's struggling. And then I don't who, know if he's still carrying that injury he had earlier in the season because he came back really quickly. Like he broke he his collarbone. Super quick. Came back after what, two, two, two like, That's missed. what Jack Steele does. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what normal blokes do, though. Like, it's, yeah, it's it was, tricky. It's, I feel like maybe we're probably hurting because we've brought him back too quickly. Yeah. So, like, you, you want to get Jack Steele back in his side, but if you've done yeah. all right without him. Like you were managing. Yeah. You're still winning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had a problem with <laughs> ball movement and you had a problem with winning clearances, but you were so good at winning the ball back that it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. We were smashed out of the middle on Saturday. Yeah. Absolutely smashed. Absolutely smashed. Mm. It just, you know those games when you're watching, you're like, why is the ball never falling to us? Yeah. There was none of us around the ball at mm-hmm. any point. Every, we just got, we, I think we we're leading the comp in disposals and I felt like we had about five disposals on the way. Are you really? Yeah. So we use we use the ball Carlton. a lot. 
but we just could not get anywhere near it. Yeah. We could not get anywhere near it on the weekend. It was just, it was so fucking frustrating to watch. It broke down in fucking tears and kills me. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking win the fucking game, man. Kick the goals. Fair. <laughs> yeah, they did kill us out of the middle, that's for sure. Well, it's funny. We, we, had, din- we had dinner at Beck and Jared's and um, Patty rolls in. Ugh. Patty rolls in and just doesn't, doesn't even say anything, just looks at us. <laughs> just expect. How's Beck? As fair weather as it gets. She wouldn't. Be, she would not be able to name five Hawthorne players. I don't reckon. No, nah. but From she found cross. a scarf in the house. Hangs it up on the table. Hangs it up on the TV. Unbelievable. Criminal. Kick yeah. a man while he's down. She said Angelo Lekas played played pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Chance Bateman. Chance match winner. <laughs> Chance Bateman. Oh dear. But, um, yeah. All right. But so Pat, let- Patty, Patty's like, fuck footy, fuck this. I hope the cats lose and the dogs lose and. Look well, he got his wish. <laughs> well, he got his wish. That's why I was about to circle right to you. Yeah. 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 All right, Christ. Well, I don't know what to say. How, what areas do you think were the ones that cost you the most against that Gold Coast team? Oh, centre bounce again. They just smashed us. In fact, you won the centre clearances by four. Yeah, but they, sma- they, smashed, us. they smashed us at stoppage. I think <laughs> you've got the numbers. They they, they won the stoppage clearances by four. Oh, by four. So it the clearance felt, game was even. No, but it felt it felt that way. Yeah, they smashed yeah. you in contested contested footy, contested footy. That's, which is yeah. a which is unusual for your football team. Yes, yeah. But it you has. Us, yeah, if you beat us at that, you beat us. Like that's just the way it goes. Yeah, you're just yeah. soft. But it has to be said <laughs> that Matt Rowe was enormous, unbelievable, enormous. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the first time that I thought that Libba looked old. Yeah. Like Libba's a veteran, but yeah. not old in the in the like the Travis Boak sense. Yeah. Yeah, he's 30. He's a veteran yeah. though. Yeah. He looked old, man. Yeah. Against Matt Rowe. Mm. Like I'm not making an excuse, but I mean it, it is an excuse. But I, I think heavy heavy old legs like Libba, like veterans. Mm. I, I don't think the Darwin conditions were very kind to us. I mean, half our team were wearing fucking sweatbands. So I'm like, are I you, did see are, that. Are you playing tennis or are you playing they, footy? They pumped it up at yeah. the start of the game. They're like, well, they're wearing sweatbands. And then um, who was the special commentator? Sean Burgoyne. Burgoyne. Yeah. And he's like, well, stop the sweat rolling down your arm onto your palms. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's also a bit freaking gay. Like, what the hell's <laughs> that? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I've never actually seen that before. No, no. no. Like, I get it. It no. actually makes a ton of sense. But yeah. I didn't, I've never seen it before. And I, I, I was like, is this a real issue in the AFL? But your hands are like, like, what's your jumper for? Or your shorts? Yeah, like, shorts wiped sweat. So off. what happens in, if you're playing wet weather footy? No one wears a freaking sweatband. No. In our in our wins in our wins this season, we've given up a lot of points against. Mm-hmm. Like we we let teams back in. Mm-hmm. Um, we let go. We, we had three quick goals on the board, and I'm thinking, gee, we, we'll get it done tonight. Like we look hot, we look quick, we look ready. And um, as soon as they got a sniff, um, we let them right back in and, and just concede it's time and again. Ryan Gardner's performance was pitiful, but Liam Jones, man. Oh, he's God. good. We oh, dude. Lost, we all lost by 40 points. Yeah. If wasn't how, often, how often were we saying his name that night? Oh, so he's been yeah, absolutely Ten everywhere. intercept marks. Unbelievable. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Great pickup. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, stoked with that. But, um, oh, man, what really let me down was um, I thought he'd eradicated it from his game, but when the going got tough, Cody Waitman was back to his old old shit. So that footage that popped up during the week of him, I hate it, man. That complete, like completely synthetic generation of a free kick. Yeah, 
like, was the ball even in the near vicinity at all? Oh, 10, 15 metres away, I reckon, I would have thought. Or just leaving the boot of the How that of, didn't of cop a sanction whatsoever. Yeah. It didn't yeah. even cop a fine. No. I've got to start Mate, doing I'm it. telling you, that's a week. Yeah. That one is, so, like, if the ball's coming and you kind of milk it a little bit, he completely just fabricated that yeah. out of nothing. Yeah. That yeah, is it, disgraceful. Exaggerating yeah. contact is one thing, and then yeah. completely fabricating anything is just yeah. like, what the fuck is that, man? So yeah. I, got, I mean, I gave him a lot of shit yeah. in his first year, yeah, and I didn't like it, but I was willing to give him another chance. Yeah, mate, I Gone. don't know now because <laughs> that's fucking dis- that's like it's yeah. so far removed from the spirit of the game that it has to be a suspendable offense. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I for one hate it. Like, and I've been on record in saying that I fucking hate it. I even put a Facebook status up. Um, for everyone messaging me, I just need to let you know that I do not condone the actions of one Cody Waitman. But um, yeah, fuck it, I don't like it. That's not that's that's not that's not Bulldogs footy, mate. How would you, so? That said, how would you feel if uh, Bevo was like, "Oh no, we're going to drop him because oh, you no, just embarrassed the club." No, nah, be fine. Happy with that. You'd be all right with yeah, that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm strong. We're a club with minimal success, mate. We, we need standards. Yeah, you look, I you think look so. at you look at successful clubs, mate. They've got high standards. And the thing that got you your premiership, to be honest, is that you had the public vote. Yeah. Mm. Like that was a major factor. Yeah. Everyone was barracking for the dogs. Yeah. You yeah. can't you yeah. can't have people being like tall poppy syndrome or they're a dirty club or they're yeah. fucking divers. Like you don't want that nah, said about your club. It. Yeah. No, it's no good. Yeah. Um I think <laughs> I felt the same way as Paddy. It's a it's a loss that might come back and really hurt us because we would have been a game clear in the top four. Finally, maybe for it's yeah, we've got the. I mean, we've got the cats this week. They're not. They're not looking very good at all. But they're geez, not looking very good against, at all. Our record against them suck. Well, I did everyone's record against Geelong. Yeah, I was gonna say they've been pretty good for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So most teams have a losing record against. Yeah. Them, I think. Yeah, I did do some work on uh, Geelong. Yep. So uh, last year, and in Thornbury this morning, <laughs> <laughs> last year, Geelong. Yep. were averaging because I've noticed. I noticed it last year, but I've noticed it a lot this year. There are games where they're not getting a lot of the football. No. It's like, is this a new... I don't know if it's actually a style or if they're second to the ball a lot. I can't quite tell. I haven't put it together. But last year, average disposal per game for the whole club, 375. Yeah. So far this year, 342. Mm. Now, I know that they've been out some midfielders and stuff, but the, you know, to drop off... 30, it's mm. nearly a 10% drop-off in the amount of time you have, or the amount of disposals, which ultimately should be roughly the amount of time that you have the football. Yeah. I can see why they're getting challenged again and yeah. again and again. And some of their good wins, they're good wins. Like I heard it being talked about, oh, like blah, blah, when they beat Essendon and they were just rolling. And I was like, man, you got the jump on us and then lost three quarters after that. Yeah. Like, you just... They haven't shown me much this year so far. Yeah. Well, the first half, Easter Monday, was deplorable against Hawthorne. Mm. The second half was ab- absolutely phenomenal. So within the space of 10, 11 rounds... Yeah. We're seeing two slumps in Geelong. Yeah. Well, The I'll first ask, three rounds and again now. Well, I'll ask you now. Can they win it? No, they can't win nah, it. They can't I win it. I don't think so. No, I don't... Uh, for the first time, I am saying they can't win it. Yeah. The, two weeks ago, I'm like, shit, they can win it. But, no. Nah. It's tough now. So top four is tough, and I, I, I agree. I don't think you can win it out of top four. Yeah. They're not going to get any home ground advantage. If they end up having to play... Imagine if it's like... Let's say they sneak into 
fifth, that's fine. But they're probably yeah. going to get a Victorian club yeah. at the MCG. So life's tough. Even if they win, what if that's Port away, Brisbane away? Oh, they're, they're not beating Port and Adelaide. No way. And, and definitely the, not Brisbane to the Gabba. No, no chance. No. And at the moment, Frio have sort of lifted their game. So if Geelong don't secure a fifth spot, they yeah. might be playing in a away elimination final. Yes. There's, you know, there's a lot of problems for a Victorian, Victorian teams that aren't able to climb into the top five. Yeah. There are some issues this year. Yeah. Because yeah. there are strong away teams yeah. that have got immaculate home records. Mm. And uh, like Port in Port, no thanks. And no. you, don't, you don't want to be going Adelaide over right to now, play Adelaide. You don't want to go to Optus and play Frio. No. No, thank you. Nope. Nah. Only in round four or five. Anyway. Fucking kissed on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely kissed on the dick. Yeah. Uh, they kept the ball rolling, Port. Uh, Port. They certainly did. Yeah. Not that convincing a win, but they got the job done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Frio. But it's, a, it's, a win they, it's a win they needed for self-belief. Winning at the G is very important for them. Yeah, that's Because they get limited opportunity. That's true. Yeah. Uh, the Frio one was obviously one of the results of the round, though. Sensational. In upset round, that yeah. was like a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Jackson, man. He's found, he's found his form. Yeah, he's definitely found his form, hasn't he? Yeah. I think it was like a coming of age. Yeah. Against break, his old mob. Breakout game. Do you know, I heard funny... There was, there was a few funny little tales um, in the build-up to that game where, um, by the sounds of it, he's not... <laughs> He's not really the full quid. Like <laughs> upstairs, he's just a bit, a bit goofy. Yeah. And um, yeah, apparently um, all the boys were getting like, oh, you know, coming up against your old team. Uh, oh yeah. Like <laughs> didn't even like yeah. And he was like, you know, messaging a few of the Melbourne boys apparently like, and they weren't really engaging with him pre-game. And he was like, oh whatever. And then um, apparently he was as cool as a cucumber in the rooms. You know, ten minutes out from facing his old mob at the G. Like nothing, none of it phased him, and um, yeah, and jeez, he he dominated. He played really good footy. Yeah, yeah, certainly did. Yeah, so hats off. Uh, I, I, one thing I won't subscribe to is Kane Corns comes out and goes, "Oh, they should look to move Sean Darcy on." I heard what that. The fuck, man! Mental. That's ridiculous. That's mental. wild. Yeah, it's a wild statement. Shit. <laughs> so I've been a big supporter of Kane Corns and his wild statements. He's um he's dropping the ball lately. He's going way too rogue on a few things. Yeah, I, I don't know what's in the water with him at the moment, but is he's, a, he's in a mood. Is it a contract year at SEM? It must be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It must be, mate, because he's so argumentative. He is actually. Yeah. Like on reflection, the Tim Taranto top one fifty stuff. Everyone knew it was absurd, but yeah. I was prepared to. Like I was more than prepared to back him in for the yeah he's not in the top fifty yeah did he look like a top ten player on Saturday? Well, I was going to say he's, he's caught his way into that top fifty yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, but again, like the some of the deficiencies that Kane pointed out at the time, like his kicking and like his ball use and stuff like yeah. that, I totally agree. Like, mm. and then I saw a graphic and they were like, "Oh, these numbers are reminiscent of the pig," and I'm like, "This is exactly Tom Rockliffe stuff." Yeah, this is the pig. Yeah, it's like I run a ton of K's. I touch the footy a whole bunch and my team loses every week. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're the pig. The pig. <laughs> he's just the new Tom Rockliffe. Yeah. I like I'm, it. I'm convinced that's the bracket that he's in. And he's a good player. And yes, on the weekend, he did. That was like a vintage GWS Tim Taranto game. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking goals, getting contested footy. It was really impressive. Obviously, not enough for them to get the job done. But yeah. No, well, he's, um, he's an Adonis at home, mate, because he's. 
Mrs. is definitely in the top 150 in Australia. So he's doing pretty well. In Australia? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jeez. Oh, dear. Um, good on him. He doesn't mind stalking a wag, the old moth. Loves a wag stalk. I do have over a... I do follow over a thousand people on this stuff. So. <laughs> All right, we'll rip through it. Um, two of the other results that were well, the Collingwood North one was not super surprising. Well done, North. Well done, North. Yeah, Collingwood supporters must be feeling kind of like how I was about, like, oh, geez, we really should have beaten them by more. Yeah. They should have thumped them, thumped them, and they just took the foot right off. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I did feel I felt really bad for Steel Side Bottom. But like it was finally something about him. Like it was him, his day. Yeah, yeah. Four touches, gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he'll For be a bloke right, who's been really durable. Yeah, you know, has been. Yeah, at four a.m. in Williamstown and <laughs> and on the field. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah. No, I thought that was a shame. But yeah, big Mason Cox, two snags on his hundred. Yeah, that, that's a story snags. in itself. I mean, what what an incredible story, really. You know, college college basketballer who wasn't very good at basketball. Soccer was his first sport. Never heard of it. Comes over here, plays 100 games. And, um, you know, what do you reckon? 88 of them weren't very good, but... <laughs> Tell you what, when, he's on, when, yeah. when he's on, he's on, though. Yeah. yeah he can yeah, turn it yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's That's been pretty true. good for the last few uh, weeks. He's got a so. fair bit of spunk about him. So I, I like... I, I really do like him. Yeah. So well done to him. Um, but, yeah, Nick Larkey. Awesome. He needs five, a mention, Five snags he? against the Pies. Big. Yeah. Awesome. He looked like he'd been dropping off a bit, but he needs his team to play well. Yeah. Yeah, You know, course. you can't... Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to kick bags as a forward in a Yeah, I mean, there are games where they've had six inside 50s in a quarter. Like, yeah. what are you going to do, man? <laughs> yeah, not much. You're not even making the key defender work. Like, yeah. this is just it's too easy. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's hard to criticise someone we still don't know about. Like, we don't, we don't actually know how good he really is. If he was at the D's, man, we would. He'd be their main guy. That's a fair point. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Is that St Kilda? Mm. <laughs> second fiddle he'd be a good yeah. second fiddle actually he wouldn't mind that well remember he would better letting goalkeeper for Sandringham mate so <laughs> he might be by the end still, of the still might be anyway <laughs> plays four games for <laughs> but um, yeah I, I thought yeah hats off to him and um, if I was a North supporter and I was at the game I'd, I'd be walking away not feeling that crap really if you hadn't already left at three quarter yeah. time <laughs> you'd be feeling alright yeah no that's a Carlton thing um, the thing that uh, no, for what it's worth one time this season, just one time, Carlton are down by like 30 at three-quarter time, they all leave, and mm. they just pull a Collingwood out the hat and mm. just fucking storm home and win, and they're already in their Ubers on the way back to fucking Northcote. Well, I just <laughs> hope that happens. <laughs> uh, the One of the things that's come out of that Collingwood game that's kind of bugged me a little bit, and I've talked to you about this during the week. Yep. The chat around Jordan Ngoi. He just played fucking North for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. As oh, 35 and a goal. Day cost like 32 and a goal. Mm. Oh, these guys are all of a sudden they're all Australian because they played the worst team whose coach just had to take a fucking break because he couldn't handle the stress. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you guys for yeah. real? Did yeah. they just cement all Australian position because they played the worst team in the AFL? Yeah. Second yeah. worst team. Second worst team. Worst coach. It's got to be the worst team. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But reckon, still, the point stands. The yeah, point stands. second worst team. Semantics. And after Hawthorne's form, clearly the second worst yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not too sure about those boys. I want to see him do it uh, against quality opposition. I can't wait for King's birthday. North That's Melbourne, the real test. North Melbourne to the second one. God, West Coast fucking suck, man. Oh, oh man. Suck. It's, oh it's actually criminal. <laughs> but, the problem, but North have got like 
38 players available. Yeah, yeah. Hearing yeah. that out loud is just ludicrous, man. I'm on prem- Premiership five years ago. If yeah, West just... Coast are healthy, are they better than North? Yes. Yeah, I think so. 100%. Yeah. Do, do, do you know, one of my long-range season bets from the start of the year, you know what their over-under for win-loss was at the start of the season? Who's this? West Coast. Yeah, what? Have a guess. Six and a half? Eight and a half. Oh, oh come on, man. That is no joke. <laughs> that is criminal. I'll show you this bet eight and after a half. I'm not convinced they win eight and a half from here to the end of next year, man. Dude, I'll show you yeah, this over-under when we're done. Jesus. You know, what do you think North's was? Oh, it had to be six, seven, six and and seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Gee whiz. Long way off. Long Jesus. way off. Yeah. You would have been problems. sweating after round two if you had yeah, the I unders thought, on that. I, I, thought it round, I thought before round three started, the dogs would be struggling to get seven wins. <laughs> <laughs> the same with the Saints to be Struggling fair. to get seven members, mate. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. As I said last Did week. break a record? Mate, oh, mate, the Darwin, the Darwin fan. Oh, yeah, the Darwin fans showed up in their red, white, and blue. I told you we've got a support base. I did get a message from one of our uh, one of our loyal listeners last week. Zinger, zinger from you. Um, you got no support base down here, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah old Sammy Dyer. You but, uh, were yeah. <laughs> you were super confident about winning that game. Yeah, and uh, I tipped the Suns. You did. So yes, a cheeky little, your cheeky minks. I looked at. I well, looked at I was the, just uh, like, who the fuck do you think you are? Not a travelling side. Yeah, and that's a tough road trip. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um. What did you make of Sedan Nichols round? Do you like it? Do you like the two weeks or do you think it should just be one? I think it makes sense to be two if, um, you know, it's like you're away one week yeah. and home the other yeah, week. Yeah, it gives teams a chance to do celebrate it home yeah, away. I'm yeah, I'm kind of okay with yeah. that. But I would rather have the dream time match be like the culmination yeah. of the two weeks. Yeah. It's weird having it as the centrepiece of Saturday night in the first week. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, there's a medal up for grabs like the following Sunday at 4.40 in the afternoon. Like, why? Oh, it's the second week of Sir Doug Nichols' round. It's kind of... Yeah, the dream time should be in the second week of it for sure. Right. Because that's like, everyone knows dream time. Yeah. It's a massive yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to make it the centrepiece mm. makes sense. Like the big of main course. attraction. Yeah. And it was a ripping game as well. Like imagine if it all came to it that. Great and it finished with that and that's the big, yeah. We can relive sure. that. We, yeah, we can. Any time you want, mate. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the dimmer, um, the the Durham effect. Everyone was calling Dimmer's exit last week. Dude, we've had. Um, is he the third guy from Richmond? So he was Richmond's VFL. Yeah, he's a mid-season pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of nice mid-season recruits. Will Snelly, the Schnell. Yeah, third um, in your BNF one year, wasn't he? Yeah, that probably speaks to how fucking shit we were <laughs> under Rutten. <laughs> Pretty bad. I mean, it speaks to how bad we were under Rutten. Let's be yeah. honest. Um, but yeah, Snell. He was pretty tasty. He was good in his first couple of years. Yeah, he was. I liked him. Yeah. But, um, hey, uh, we've got to do deep, deep dives for next week's pod because we're going to have our mid-season all Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was watching... I promise I'll come prepared. I I was watching a clip of something, some (laughs) absolute Fox footy nerd brain. Big David Zeta? Talking to... It was not that nerd brain. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, One one who looked like he wasn't still a virgin. (laughs) It was. Oh, he's definitely still. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lives in mum. Yeah. Lives with mum. Yeah. yeah. Lives in. <laughs> I live with his mum. Has, has chicken? <laughs> has the chicken jumpies in his lunchbox? Chicken jumpies. <laughs> Did you know I never got those as a kid? I didn't know what jumpies were until like five years ago. Don't. Oh, well, someone was like, someone's saying jumpies. I'm like, what is this? 
you buy that shit from NQR? <laughs> no, they're, they're at NQR. NQR man. They're at NQR. Yeah. So we didn't have an NQR either. I only found that five years ago in Ringwood. <laughs> oh, dude, they're great. They're great. If you like expired food, go there. That, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I went there regularly. It's yeah. awesome, man. <laughs> it's a great joint, man. Yeah. And for what it's worth, chicken jumpies, had them today. Salt, They're in my lunchbox Salt and vinegar jumpies are elite. Oh, they're fucking amazing. You know man. I'm a salt and vinegar connoisseur. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, mate. Patty, chip flavor. Go, God tier for you, chip flavor. Cheese and onion. Oh, I like that. No, yeah, I'm fucking, a cheese man. I'm not, not a big. I'm not a big chip man. Uh, you're a big redhead underneath. I'm like, not. A, I can tell you're a ranger. <laughs> I'm not. A, you're a weird kid. <laughs> I'm not yeah. a big chip man. I wouldn't like if I'm gonna go buy myself a snack. It's not gonna be a bag of chips. It's gonna be fucking a zinger burger. No, with those fucking as taste buds, you're not cheese and onion. Cheese onion's fantastic. Oh, man. Venus sesame roll at the. I, I also. <laughs> I hate. I hate. Um, Oak slice. I hate salt and vinegar as well. Salt and vinegar does not do it for me. Why yeah. would I want to eat something that makes my mouth feel like it's gonna fucking fall off my face? <laughs> it's just not it. It's uh, not it at all. <laughs> Is that fair enough? Oh, well, at least we know now that Patty's never sucked a cock. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah, probably cut that. Pause, 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 pause. No, 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 no. Gee, that's funny. So tell us, Jago. <laughs> yeah, why funny. does sucking cock make you feel like? Oh, your face? just like lockjaw. Like... <laughs> oh no! Uh, I'm just kidding. You literally could have said the opposite. You could have said, "Oh, it doesn't eat pussy," <laughs> and you would have been a regular man. Yeah. But instead, <laughs> here we are. Oh god. Oh Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's circle back from uh, um, chicken jumpies. Let's save this ship. I, goes, I, right. Um, mid-season draft was last night. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Been busy. Yeah. Live straight. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the coverage isn't great. Cal Toomey, Nat Edwards, and um, Riley Beveridge on AFL.com.au that you have to stream from their absolute diabolical app. A shocking app. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, but a um, couple of former, a uh, couple of delisted. AFL players have found themselves on new lists. Knuckle? And, and, oh, Knuckle. Yes. Yeah, so Knuckle to Got a little story for you. I'm in the shower. I've got it on the Bluetooth speaker. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> listening. And, yeah. And the next pick, they were like, Port Adelaide. Riley, Cal, what do Port Adelaide need? Oh, they need a bit of... Sp- um, before they need anything, um, before they reiterated what they need, um, Ali goes, oh... Razio Fantasia, like, hasn't been, like, like oh, I haven't been playing. Quinton Narkle would be a great fit at Port Adelaide. And I'm like, oh, yeah, not too bad. Two minutes later, Port Adelaide select Quinton Narkle and yeah. the flex from Al. She's like, I fucking nailed that. No, they've been saying that for well <laughs> yeah. over a week. Have they? That they were going to oh, I was going to say, so she that. was watching the coverage essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on, on your hours, you can I'll listen to, to the um, TV. Yeah, yeah I'll, no, have, no, I'll, no. I'll have to confront her. Well, with if that. she came to it of her own yeah. volition, that's yeah. well done. No, yeah. but yeah, she she before they heard anything, she goes, "God, he'd be a good fit there." Not really, so, because they don't need him. You don't think so? Well, they got Junior Rioli in place of Verazio Fantasia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And when he's like when he's out there, he's totally fine. So Jordan really didn't press assault charges. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. Didn't I start asking I was going somewhere? Like, okay, this is a give me a moment to gloat, but yep. um before we got on to you sucking dick. <laughs> I was watching a clip of David King talking with a Fox Footy nerd. Yeah. And this Fox Footy nerd goes, Do you know there's something? Something stat. And King goes, Yeah, blah, blah, whatever. I don't know what it is. It's obviously some advanced stat that champion data, whatever. And he goes, since they've been tracking that stat for wingers, 
Nick Martin mm. is on track to have the best season as a winger in the history of that stat. And well, he's like, was, you don't know what the stat is? I don't. They had a name for it, and I was like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Right. So it was meaningless stat. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and had a quick look. Yeah. And I was like, the problem with looking up stats for wingers is you've got to know who the wingers are. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only way to kind of figure it out. Well, did you compare a pair with maybe a Josh Dacos? Or- Mate. So Dacos's game on the weekend elevated him in terms of goals. Yeah. But just? Oh, I'm fuming about that too. I know that he likes a sneaky goal. And <laughs> I, fucking, I, I, I looked at it and I went, nah, nah, I won't go there. He was paying seven dollars twenty to kick a goal anytime. What? No, yeah, that's man. wrong. You're wrong. There's Maybe no t- fucking way. Seven dollars too surely. surely. Yeah, I was gonna say seven twenty for a not goal. Four back. Yeah, yeah. Was Harris Andrews paying fucking no, four I bucks. I reckon it was around that mark. Nah, there's no. I will give you. I will give I you a million dollars if that's correct. Two forty, two eighty. You reckon for any time? Yeah, there's no Maybe way. Maybe seven dollars. Well, West Coast this week, so it'll be a poor reflection. It'll be a dollar five to kick a goal. Jack Madden doesn't play for them anymore, and he'd kick two against West Coast. <laughs> At halftime, <laughs> just runs onto the ground. Big match. <laughs> too good, too good. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh, Caleb Poulter is now at the Western Bulldogs. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Brunette, Brunette Bailey Smith, they're calling him. Just another failed Stephen Silvani like fucking genius brain <laughs> initiative. Like, shut the. Yeah, whatever, man. Look, I'm sure he's a nice kid and he likes playing footy, but that's just Dill Buckley 357.0 mm. under Softs. Oh, mate, he had a ton of them and they can't play. Yeah. They can't play. They didn't have enough skill. They could run a little bit. Well, he know. was at Collingwood, Poulter. Was he not a Stephen Silvani selection originally? Nah. And they Ned, got Ned traded? Guy, I reckon. Nah. Yeah, he was on five million in his rookie year at Collingwood. <laughs> 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 and they said they're still paying yeah, 80k four, four a year. <laughs> oh, fuck, too good. All right, let's cover off. Uh, let's end last week. Quickly, what? but they're two big games, but let's get through it. Brody 700. We've got um, Adelaide beat Brisbane. was the last game of the round, and the first mm. game of the round was Sydney defeating Carlton. Which one do you want to go to first? Oh, I, I, I fucking, I'm all about the crumb. Let's talk about Adelaide. What? I mean, it's not super surprising. It's only because <laughs> they'd sort of flatlined a little bit over the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah. But that's still obviously a good team. They're good. They're so fun to watch as well. Mm. I like. I, I love watching them. And you, you got them at the right time. Yeah. Oh, kissed on the dip. And once they, once they got a couple of ins back. Yeah, bring Tex back in. Yeah. Oh mate, yeah. he's a fucking he's fine one. Tex. But really, it was the it was the Rochelle and um. Yeah. Well, they should do well in the country goal. at every Adelaide game. Do you know why? Because um, Josh Rochelle was pretty much lit on fire. By the um, I saw that. Yeah, man. Like James, he nearly got burnt. I'm yeah. Like, what the f- well, he burnt Brisbane for two hours, didn't he? Fuck, he's good. Man, how that was that goal? goal? Was, oh yeah. boy, with a little bit of killing him. Yeah, as the, well. The killing him. That base, Sally. Yeah. Sharp. So him and Rankin, if they stay, oh, I say if they stay together, they're clearly going to stay together yeah. for the next three years at least. Yeah. Oh, I don't think. Oh, I don't think Rochelle's going anywhere. No, you'd think he'd sign another contract. Yeah. So. How long was Rankin's contract? Three. No. Five? Oh. I don't think it was three. You offered him three, didn't you? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. So we'll say five. Whatever. Let's yeah. say they stick together for five years. I think that it's obvious they're going to be the best small forward combination. And it's rare because who's the next best? Is it just Charlie Cameron and whoever's playing well at Brisbane? Mm. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Charlie sometimes Zach Bailey, yeah. Link McCarthy had some 
stretches last year, but like it's not obvious. Mm. At the start of this year, it was Charlie Cameron and Cam Rayner. The Cam Rayner thing's not hasn't yeah it's kept the of... momentum going. But it, like Heaney and Papley, sure, but neither of those two have really reached the same height this year. Yeah. So they're clearly going to be the best forward combination this year. Mm. Small forward combo. Or is it Toby Green and Brett Daniels? Oh, how good's Toby Green? Brett actually, da- Brett Daniels can play. Yeah, he can play, actually. They yeah. might be the best. Definitely up there. And Walters and Schultz have got a bit of a claim. Yeah, and, uh, Yes, yes, they do. And Swatowski's gunman. He's a good player. He's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, I, honestly, I think like if I had to choose, fair enough, you'd want Toby Green or you'd want Charlie Cameron. But like going forward, that is like clearly the most damaging small forward combination. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Long term. Yeah, they're going to be electric. Yeah. They've got questions about what happens when Tex goes. I know they've got Phil Thorpe, but they, you know, I like Fogarty, mm. but he is undersized. Yeah. I think all of a sudden they're going to have a, a medium to small forward line. Yeah. And I watched my club have it for a, for a while until two meter came along. Doesn't work. Mm. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Works no. some weeks, but it doesn't work enough. And it doesn't win your finals. Man, either. You are blessed with one of the greatest modern day duos for years. But on the other, on the flip side, you look at fucking Carlton. Yeah. You've got two hulking guys that can win Coleman medals and your forward line's a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Durden and Motlop aren't your answer. Oh, God, no. no. They really missed the trick not getting Papley two years ago and they missed out on Luke Bruce twice. Yeah, the Papley one hurt. Yeah. For sure. Because yeah. they probably wouldn't have wasted their money on the Zach Williams contract. Yeah. Which, yeah, the, what a what a sliding doors moment had yeah. they gotten Papley and yeah. not taken Williams. Yeah. Mm. They'd be in such a better place right now. Oh, that'd be unreal. Yeah. Mm. Do they have the worst small forwards in the comp? Papley had still beat all the fans leaving early Carlton? to the train station. <laughs> Must be pretty close to it. They're, they're not really scoring at all. If, if Kerno's not kicking goals, they're just fucked. Like Durden's one goal a game. Yeah. Motlop doesn't really do all that much. Yeah. He's had a, Kicks he, a nice goal every now and then. I was going to say, he's just had like, a couple of like highlights. Yeah, but you don't yeah. just want highlights. It's his second year, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah. We'll wait and see. But they're meant to be a team that we're talking about top four at the yeah. start of the year. You can't be relying on... Mm. kids to be kicking goals for you when well, this club's on. been stuck in 1995 for 20 years honestly oh absolutely yeah mm. yeah and they're not going to pull themselves out of it anytime soon it no. looks like you know they're in uh exactly the same space Essendon were last year where it's like okay the off-field issues are the on-field issues are leading to off-field issues yeah. and now you're about to have a fucking food fight at headquarters yeah every week because there are board members not getting along and there's a coach who clearly has divided like the other leaders in the hallways. That's a huge problem, man. Yeah. Do you know what else is a huge problem? <laughs> one bloke was on the news during the week. Just one Carlton supporter. He wasn't even with anyone. He's standing in the car park, right? At Icon Park. Heckling the boys. Get out the car. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. And then Channel 9 got wind of this. They've gone and interviewed the bloke. <laughs> Because the news were there anyway, filming, you know, as they do, they film yeah. the boys walking in. They go up and he's like, oh, I'm here today. I'm here today to just uh, see what the hell's going on at this club. I want answers. And he goes, oh, I don't, I, I'm sure I you got, I'm sure you got plenty, man. Yeah, and he goes, I want to know what's going on in there. This guy, this, this guy looks like, this guy looks like he's just been sacked from the local fruit market. So. <laughs> like, Are you suggesting he was of Mediterranean appearance? No. <laughs> Racist dog, no, man. No, no. He wasn't. but he does know the price of capsicums per kilo. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> At the Queen Victoria Market. Yeah. <laughs> there are no, shambles, though, aren't they? Epping Plaza. Although, if you look at if you look at the game on Friday, 
Kerno and Mackay both could not kick a goal. Yeah. Well, Kerno, well, Kerno kicked one, didn't he? One three or something. One like three. That. Yeah. yeah. If they, they lost by twenty points, if they kicked, if Kerno kicks two, two, yeah, fine. and Kerno kicks yeah. one of his four, but he's a couple of his four kicks two two as well, then they've won the or close to winning the game. No, well, game. they would have applied scoreboard pressure, which is a yeah, big factor. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of suggesting to Harry Mackay that he kicks four hundred set shots after training, and you know, and all that, and you know, everyone in his face about improvement. Mm. Why don't they just start telling him how good he is and start reinforcing and, and just get a little bit of confidence. Start complimenting the guy. Start, I don't know, you got, they've got to work another angle here because it's just a train wreck at the moment, mate. Would I, yeah, I was telling you that um, Matty Lloyd had a nice piece um, <laughs> showing. <laughs> <laughs> he you straight away, mate. He's talking to me. He's a sus one. He just, yeah, you're a real sus. Yeah, straight yeah. away. His eyes lit up. <laughs> He couldn't wait. Yeah, just, he could not wait to make a comment. Do you want yeah, to reveal so, something? Yeah. So we know he has a nice pace. What did he say? <laughs> is this the is this the breakdown of the kicking action? It is the breakdown of the kicking okay. action. And it was yeah. really, I mean, it was really simple. Get us back on track here. He helped. He well, I say he helped. He did it for Max King as well. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. You know, short of Buddy, he's the second best goal kicker in the last twenty five years or whatever. Yeah. So he's an exceptional talent. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. And, and he's like, he's kicking it exactly where he's aiming. Yeah. And then, like, and he's talking through everything. And then um, I can't remember who it was. Someone says to him, so who's the, who's the goal kicking coach there? Who's looking after him? And he goes really sheepishly. Like, he's like, oh, fuck. Ash Hansen Ash yeah. is looking after him. And I can't tell you how fast I jumped on AFL tables to see how many goals Ash Hansen had kicked. Less than 100. I was like, man, I hope you got another pro down there. <laughs> I really, I hope you got someone else showing him how to go. 96 goals, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too bad. His, rec- his record, like goals per game, was like 1.2 or something. Yeah, he didn't actually play that many games. Mm. But I was like, yeah. If you've got a specialist goal kicking coach, surely it's someone who's been a prolific goal kicker. That's what he needs. He needs a yeah. specialist right now. Yeah. Mm. And, and clubs, club, clubs like digging deeper and getting some of the greats of the club back. Wouldn't hurt to get Feb down for a month, would it? It really wouldn't hurt. No, the thing about I'm look, I'm not so sure how it works in in AFL. I'm just worried that he'll take him down to the RSL. <laughs> through the same. Well, maybe. <laughs> I can tell you how it works in like uh, basketball. Those specific skills coaches, the yeah. ones that are highly specialised in certain shot types or breaking some techniques and reinventing others. They're also basically sports psychologists. Yeah. Because they're helping you get into the right mindset. Yes. As well as the action. And clearly that's what's wrong with Harry Mackay. Yeah. Now, Charlie Kerno was okay the week before, but didn't he hit the guy on the mark this yeah. week? Or the week just gone? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, for, for fuck's sake. It's unforgivable, man. What are you yeah. doing? Uh, what? The Why? most unforgivable thing in football is kicking it into yeah, the man in the, the, the mark. mark. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. But I don't. What a, why is there a different technique? For having a set shot than there is for a normal field kick if you've taken a mark in the middle of the ground. Because if you gave if you gave the ball to Harry Mackay and said kick this to Charlie Kerno, he's thirty five meters away. All you've got to do is land it. Yeah. Two meters either side of him, he'd do it ninety nine times out of one hundred in the middle of a game with the pressure. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to shank that and kick it forty meters left. Mm-hmm. Just fucking take three steps and kick the thing like you're fucking kicking it to a teammate. Yeah. What happened to the old pick someone from? behind the goals and kick it to the bloke there. Ash, Hans- yeah. Ash Hansen's calling. Do you want to speak to him? <laughs> yeah, give me the fucking... Oh, get me down there. For yeah. fuck's sake. But you're yeah. right. Like, just, yeah, the old kick it to pick someone out in the crowd. Yeah, like, we yeah. taught that in fucking June. Like, I'm not saying I'm the best bloody goal kicker of all time, but why are we using different techniques for essentially the exact same action? 
All you've got to do is kick it in this direction. You'd be able to kick it to your teammate who's 35. Yeah, well, he's, one, he's one at Coleman. The problem is yeah. not his action. The problem is his mindset. Yeah. It's just got to be the that's confidence. affecting his action right now. Yeah. Maybe it's so, been Ben the whole time. <laughs> They've swapped. Hey, I heard about, there was uh, his name got brought up about like oh North would be happy to move on from him or get something back for that's him. That's mental, dude. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, what do you guys do? Who's replacing you? Aiden fucking core. No thanks, mate. Mm. Yeah, that. Uh, they've got a, they've got a weak defense as <laughs> oh, it is. Dude. He's a free agent, isn't he? Yeah, he, he is. Yeah, yeah, he certainly is. Yeah. And on yeah, reflection, Carlton because Carlton's deal for Mackay, Carlton's Mackay mm. hasn't even started yet. Mm. Seven million, seven years. It hasn't begun. It begins next year. Yeah. They signed him early because the bombers came hard yeah. for him, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we better lock him away quick." And he's probably he's like, "Great, I've got all this leverage. Mm. Sign me a long term deal, million bucks a year, or whatever it is." Well, eight years has been locked in. For yeah. fuck's sake! If your footy club signs someone eighteen months early and gives them seven years, would I don't care what player it is. Are you going to be happy with that, or would you rather they wait until it's contract year? I get, I get trying to lock him away, especially when did he sign the contract? Was it last year? Last year. So he's in form. Last year, correct. And you just want to get it done because if we lost Max King, and I think he signed it before Kurno came back. Yeah, yeah. So it's even they've obviously rushed into it. The club gave. I can him see wanting to lock him leverage. away. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. So if they he were, gets whatever he wants, if they're in contract talks this year, right now, how much <clears throat> money do they save themselves? For the same guy. A lot. Well, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Collingwood did the same thing with Grundy. Like, this yeah. is a common mistake. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah, because Adelaide were really knocking the door down for Grundy at the time. It's a huge, it's a huge, huge mistake. And yeah. I I really don't understand. I, th- I understand signing a kid early. Mm. Like, hey, you're a top five pick. You've started. Like, Harry Sheasel yeah. Yeah. extends two more years. Yeah. Cool. No drama. Wardlaw's right? extended already. Also, not paying them a million fucking dollars a year. No, yeah. they'd be on 85 plus match fee, wouldn't they? Surely. It just, it just doesn't, doesn't make Not a new contract. Sense no. no. Not a new, no, no. no but right now, they would be. Yeah. And until they go to something like partially guaranteed contracts or yeah. full trade rights where you can just trade them at will, then I'm fine with it. Yeah. But right now... If Harry Mackay wastes, I think he'll sort his shit out. To be quite honest, yeah. I think oh, he'll cool. sort yeah. it out. Oh, I've got full faith. Yeah, I think he'll yeah. sort it out before the end of this year. So yeah. we just we talk about it like it's semi permanent, but it's a very temporary blip in his career. Yeah, but if it did extend past this year and maybe into next year, mm. and let's not think that that doesn't happen. Max King had goal kicking issues for a whole year. Yep. Joe Danaher has had them nearly his entire career. Um, Travis Cloak developed them out of nowhere yep. and never got rid of them. Yeah. Aaron Norton's terrible in front of goal. So this is a th- you can go from being a good goal kicker to a bad goal kicker and struggle and stay yeah. there. So this is not guaranteed to disappear in three or four more weeks. Yeah. I just think they've cost themselves a shit ton of money and they've got a piece who was, it was mentioned um, that maybe Sydney would be interested. And I was like, that's an interesting discussion. They go, they've gone from plugger to Barry Hall to mm. Lance Franklin. And they're like, who's next? And I'm like, well, that's a great question. Also, how fucking lucky are the Swans? Yeah. yeah. How's that list of leading goal kickers? My goodness. Yeah. Not, not bad going, is it? Nah. Mm. We went from Matty Lloyd to Scott Gumbleton. <laughs> 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 like, I don't even know. Kepler Bradley. <laughs> do, you know who, do you know who was out? Cramery. Cramery was you know, in Cramery. Oh, we thought he was a revelation. <laughs> 
It's so embarrassing. So did we. That's why we gave him a five, <laughs> yeah. so embarrassing. five year deal, a four or five year deal of 450k. Fucking um, hell. I've got a question without notice about the Western Bulldogs, actually. Is yeah. it time to put Norton behind the footy? Just at least give it a crack. His marking, his, his aerial prowess is, is second to none. He's not great in front of goal. We've still got Jamara and Lobb as targets in the forward line. Mm-hmm. And Norton down back with Jones would be quite the formidable, formidable pairing. Maybe. Um, maybe. Like intercept marking. Maybe. Yeah. It'll be better than what you've got now. But Ryan Gardner? Yeah. I think I'm better than Ryan Gardner. <laughs> That's a big shout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big shout. <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> what, he just suck his dick? No. I, I, <laughs> as, as someone who watches intently, I, I, I think it's a no-brainer. To at least give it a go. If there's a magnet, if there's a magnet, Bevo can actually spin and see if it makes absolute incremental change. It's that magnet. Yeah, it's worth, well. When is it worth a shot? Because you've been playing good footy, and that good footy has got it's you in a, a position pick, to play final. Pick so, nine draft pick as a centre half back. I get it. Yeah. But when is Bevo supposed to do it? He obviously mm. decided not to do it pre-season. Yeah. So what would be the catalyst across this season to force him to do it? What, like three losses in a row? Yeah, probably. Or is it just total points against? Yeah. Or is it... Well, we know? might have no choice but to do it this weekend. We've got Hawk and Cameron to worry about. I wouldn't worry too much at the moment. Yeah. But... With um, I see your new point. Irish kid delivering the footy to <laughs> Ocean or, whatever, or Ocean. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is what it is. <laughs> um, all right, so we've covered well, off... Phil, did he tear to talk? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, so we pretty much covered off all of last... Weeks games. We're recording quite a bit later, so we're going to spend a bit of time uh, looking at this weekend's because we've got everything at our disposal, unlike when we record on a Monday. Yes. Um, I've also got some other interesting um, stuff that I've saved throughout the week, oh, mate, hello. to share with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I've just remembered because I've seen the club logo. Mm. Port Adelaide are gunning real hard to get Ben Mackay's signature, I heard, around the grapevine. That's a good get for them. It's a but, massive get if they get it. I mean, that's is that they, the end of Tom Jonas? Yeah, um, probably. Once and for all? Yeah. Well, he's been dropped this week. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's fallen a long way. Yeah. Fallen an absolutely long way. Yeah. Porter been lost without Dougal Howard since. So. <laughs> nah, Lira Lear. Lira Lear and Ben Mackay would be awesome. How good's Lira Lear, man? Oh, he's a love guy. him. Your um, old charge, Paddy Ryder. Did you see what he got up to? No. In the... Oh. Uh, What's the smirk on your face? What's, What's he done? This is his... Who is he playing for? The oh, is, is he had... Um, Devin is, Meadows. De- Devin Meadows. Has he, I, has I, he belted I was, someone or something? I drove past... Have, have a listen to this stat line, mate. Oh, here we go. 18 disposals. Yep. 17 kicks. Oh. 14 marks. 10 goals. <laughs> oh, oh, bring him back. Paddy Ryder taking the absolute oh, piss. Wow. Man, I wish he didn't hang him up. It's so, oh. fun, it's so funny that you say this. We're... we're oh, oh. I was out that way for a job. We had a job in Botanic Ridge or whatever. I drove past Devon Meadows Football Club and he was on the um, on the and their football club's on a roundabout in the middle of absolutely nowhere and Paddy Ryder's on their like real estate sign at the front <laughs> just in the Devon Meadows kit. Good on him. And they're like, Paddy Ryder, Devon Meadows 2023. Man, he should and still be playing for Central. Clearly, I mean... Jesus, that's amazing, man. Staggering. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about... Uh, the Hawthorne investigation yeah, that has quote-unquote wrapped up, or the <laughs> AFL leg of it. Um, yeah. And also last week, the Dimmer news broke whilst we were recording. So yeah. there's a couple of things I want to bring up um, about that with you yeah. while I've got you here. Um, Paddy, you can join in too or 
made him yeah. suck your dick or I don't know something <laughs> like that. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey there, Fat Side family. Jacko and I want to thank you for supporting the program and listening every week. We'd love if you could jump on our socials, give us a like, and of course, make sure that if you're listening through Spotify, that you hit that bell button so you get the pod as soon as it drops fresh every single week. We will be here every round of 2023. Thanks again. Let's get stuck back into it. All right, Mothballs, we're back. Remember preseason? Yes. We picked some players to have breakout years. Yep. And I picked the Liz. The Liz. Well, Kane Corns, who you uh, fobbed off earlier in the program, I must say. What he's doing is so unique in the game. No one is having as much damage per possession as what he is. Not sure about that. Mm. But he's having an extraordinary season. I reckon he's a top 20 player in the game. Wow. Did you watch his performance against Carlton? Yes. It was very good. He's elite. Yeah. Elite. Awesome. Can we tick that one off for me already? Yeah, go on. Because it was top, top 20 in, yeah. in their area of the ground. Yeah. So is Nick Blakey a top 20 defender? Bateman? Yes. Well, he's 130 times better than Tim Taranto. So. <laughs> Will he remain a top 20 defender for the rest of the year? Yes. Well, yeah, you can only go by what we've seen so far. So. All the time. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be and busy. With, without the McCartan boys, yeah. um, mm. who've both got head issues, settle down. That wasn't a dick reference. No, mate. no, all good. You've been lively tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, still thinking about being Lord Eyes Pace. <laughs> His wife throws the grass up in the air. Before <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. uh, do you reckon he can shoot 50 metres? <laughs> <laughs> With supreme accuracy. The amount of pressure required. Yeah. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> um, also, I think, did you take Tom Green? I said it probably wasn't the bravest pick, but I think you took Tom Green, Tom, Tom Green as a midfielder. No, I didn't. I took Jacob Hopper. Uh, disaster. Mm, disaster. Struggle. Yeah, disaster. Anyway, we'll also revisit that in the uh, coming by rounds. Yeah, A we'll, for honesty. Yeah, A for honesty. Absolutely. We'll definitely revisit those and see where we're at and how we're tracking yeah, it, whether yeah. they're possible and whatnot. Yeah, I took... Um, I, I am happy with one of them. I took Isaac Rankin. Oh, solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. solid. Does he... I don't know if he has a case for All-Australian... The small forwards are going to be Charlie Cameron and Toby Green. Oh, have to be. And then it depends on the setup, but um, well, we'll go through the the minutia yep. of figuring that out for next week. Minutia. Easily impressed. Yep. <laughs> 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 All right, let's. Uh, we have to talk about it because it's absolutely big news yep. this week. The AFL's ended its investigation um, into the Hawthorne racism allegations against Clarkson, Fagan, and Jason Burt. Yep. No adverse findings. Mm. That's what's been trotted out as the headline. Yeah. What do you think about that statement in and of itself? Ah, it's just another classic AFL boys club brushing under the rug, really. They get it off their, um, yeah, get it out of their um, responsibility as quick as possible, to be honest. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, it's an AFL club. It's a successful, historically successful AFL club. And the AFL are the governing body of this said club. Uh, I think they should be involved for the entirety of the uh, investigation. I think that, that's that's where I see it. Well, it looked like a big mistake when they handed it over to independent investigators. 
That massive mistake, yeah. That's where a lot of the drama has come from because it yeah. stretched out. We had Fagan and, and Clarkson saying we haven't even been spoken to mm. 250 days from start to finish. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure we're at day like 220 something when they were saying we still haven't been spoken to. Yeah. And what's the bet the chair of that independent body was like Dermot Brereton or something? So. <laughs> Probably forgot he had the job. <laughs> X, Y, and Z. <laughs> uh, you obviously heard the statement. Yep, Master P. What did you think? Did you put any stock in it or are you just not really fussed about this as an issue? Yeah, look, it's not something I'm investing a lot of my time into listening to and looking into. Yeah. I haven't looked into it enough to have yeah. a good opinion on what I think has happened. Like, no one fucking knows anything, really. Yeah. Like, we've heard that's, nothing that's about it. That's the whole it. problem. So, no one knows anything. It's all he just... Said, she said. Yeah. And the complainants are still remaining anonymous. We have no idea who they are. We have some idea who they are, but we won't go on record of saying any names just in case it's not true but yeah i mean yeah if you've got half a brain you can figure out at least three of them yeah mm. um yeah but look it is yeah it's a tricky one the only reason that it's a big deal is because clearly the industry and afl clubs have issues dealing with things like it's a bit of a catchphrase but cultural sensitivity yeah the issue i have is i think that clubs particularly hawthorne in this case might be being held to a standard for today for things that happened a decade ago. Yeah. That's a that's not an AFL issue. That is a social cultural phenomenon as well. Mm-hmm. But okay. what yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No one's accusing Clarkson of doing something incredibly racist last year. Mm. It's all historic. Mm. But if they say no adverse findings, does that mean they didn't have enough evidence? Or does it mean they had the evidence, but they didn't think it rose to any particularly significant level. Mm. Well, apparently they've got thirty-seven thousand documents. So this is what this is what I'm confused so if that's about. Not enough evidence. I'm worried about how much evidence they need. Right. Yeah. So I, I think you nailed it. It's a he said he said, which means you're never going to get to the bottom of it. Mm. No, no, no. So it's a, it's a whole big mess, and then they're talking about oh, it's opened up for potential litigation to the Australian Human Rights Commission, which, you know, if there's 37,000 documents and no one was able to get to the bottom of it with that, mm. well, then what do you, what's going to happen? Yeah, well, then, yeah, no recordings, nothing. Not even a sketch. <laughs> <laughs> that is an in-joke. In-joke. We're not laughing at anything that could be deemed as racist. This is an in-joke from previous conversations I've had. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> the one thing I will say... That there is, um, it to take the side of like default side of the coach in a respect, yeah. It is really difficult to navigate what to say and when to say it. Now, I have that issue because I'm dealing with like 12 and 13 year olds yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah, for anyone following at home, we won on Friday, secured a spot in nationals, <laughs> massive. So, we're uh, go top- for the two time. Top 12 in the back or back to being top 16 in the country, hopefully. And if maybe win it again, the you're him, <laughs> I'm Eric Spolster yeah. right now. <laughs> Himmy Butler, I'm yeah. absolutely locked in on coaching at the moment. Bobby, but I do have a like we were playing back. Okay, I'll give you an example. We were playing awesome. terribly on Friday night, must win game yeah. we're down in Gippsland. Yeah, big travel, get down there, playing terribly. Yeah. We go down by 12 early in the fourth. I call a timeout. And I have not done this with these boys before. Nah. Because they're young. They're kids. And I gave them both barrels. Ooh. Both barrels. 
And what that means for 12-year-olds is to say, like, this is... Johnny Noble on him. I was like, this is not fucking good enough. Yeah. And, you know, eyes widen a little bit. You see them sort of, like, start wringing their hands. And, yeah. Come on, fellas. I thought we agreed on certain standards and whatever. And what. Yeah. It works, mate. We went and turned around and won the game. Perfect. Welcome now back you... to the fat side. Under-13s, none of what he expects. Poor podcast. But you can't... But, like, my point is that, like... Coaches have got to take risks in how you approach the yeah, group. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Clarkson had some harsh words or mm. some strong messaging for yes. certain players at certain times. If one of those parents complained about how I spoke yeah. to my group, which they would probably be within their rights to because I really shouldn't be doing that, yeah. the club would automatically disavow that behavior and they might think about sanctioning me. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's not a tool that coaches should think about using. Yeah. And I'm just worried that maybe Clarkson, there's the potential for this situation to be Clarkson said some really hard truths to another young man and he just took it completely the wrong way. Yeah. And after years of marinating on it, he's like, fuck that guy. Yeah. Let's mm. go after him. Well, I mean, he's just been celebrated and, you know, for two years. Yeah. You know, like Clarkson's final game at Hawthorne. Clarkson's out of the game for 12 months. Where will he coach? Mm. The great man, the great, the master, everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, would have really hurt them. It, honestly, definitely, yeah. But on reflection, I mean, if he did do, let's say, let's take the most disingenuous view of Clarkson as a human being. Let's say he did some incredibly racist shit. Yeah. If he did it within the, a conversation within someone's kitchen. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? No. I mean, it's just kind of like the reality of tough to prove existing in the world. Like mm. you're just going to be put in situations you don't like, and you're just going to have to live with it. Yeah. So what do you what do you do? Mm. So I'm not sure that this goes anywhere ever, and I think it's a massive stain on the Hawthorne Footy Club because they'll never be able to prove their innocence. Bit of that in my kitchen. <laughs> I believe you. Wait till she hears about your fascination with penises. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, anyway, it's it's like a tricky subject, but it's something I spent a bit of time thinking about because it's gonna it's gonna be a problem in the game. Yeah, we've had just this year we've revisited the Nicky Wimmer historical uh, moment in time. We've spoken about Adam Goods with Boot Buddy. Like cultural sensitivity is a is a big deal. Yeah, and we need to get it correct. Yeah. But and, uh, oh, everything that's happened with Eddie Betts over the last few years as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Eddie handles it really well, though, I think. Yeah. quite He's quite honest, especially when he's on um, yeah. Fox Footy. He's he did, very good. He did miss the mark last month, but I'll give him a mulligan. Yeah, you and I agreed about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's been really, really good. Yeah. Really good ambassador. So he's a beautiful man. Speaking of um, beautiful men, we were talking today. Jimmy Bartel. Did you hear what he said when he heard the news about the... Carlton Craig Matheson mm-hmm. going down into the rooms and blowing up off the back of that Sydney loss. Yeah. I've got a quote here for you. The funny thing about these supposed men in the shadows, they actually know jack shit about football. <laughs> yeah. So for Jimmy Bartel sitting on the GWS board to say that about another board member at another AFL club, that is goat level stuff. Yeah, mate. that's good. That's good shit. You know yeah. jack shit about football. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's that's so awesome. good. Oh, I, I love everything about it. Yeah. That's a 300 game, three premiership, um, Brownlow medal winning champion of our game. Just putting a bloke back in his box. 
I heard Kingy say something similar as well on radio. Yes. Like, yeah. So I said this. He said, you don't want these blokes thinking they know about footy. Just piss off back to yeah. you. So Do the administration shit yep. and, and fuck off. So it's the first thing I agreed with David King this whole season. You did say that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And he said, he said, no matter, no matter what the situation and no matter where the situation, a board member having a go at anyone in the football department is yeah. a massive no, no. You've got footy directors, coaches and, yeah. and everything for that. Yeah. You've you got the football department to yeah. worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good take. <laughs> Great take. Yeah. Great take. All right. Let's touch on the uh, dimmer stuff that I'd mentioned. Yeah. So, uh, Richmond are in the hunt for a new coach. Mm. I heard Brendan Gale speaking and he said, why do we need to go after a seasoned coach? Now, immediately after Dimmer leaves or resigns, yeah. the Ken Hinckley chatter starts, which is just fucking I phenomenal. absolutely hate it. Yeah, it's absurd, yeah. to be honest with you. And, and the Stuart Jew stuff. Ridiculous. Yeah, everyone needs to just relax for a minute. Yeah. Let the season play out because Kenny's in a great spot. Yeah. Uh, Michael Voss is the one most hot, hot mm. under the collar, especially since West Coast came out back Simpson and said, we'll give you a long break mm. in the off season. Michael Voss is the number one under the, uh, like under pressure coach for me. Yeah. Number one. Not Stewie Jew. I've got a Browning around. Oh, go. I've just remembered. Okay. Browning around. Guess who? Who do you who do you think I'm about to say? Is this about Shui Ju? No, um, it's about Ken Hinckley's coaching position and the expectations. David Hinking. Right. On Monday, Jared Waitley says, um, "Rock and a hard place for Ken Hinckley. You know they're performing so well. You know they said they'd revisit it in August, and um, um unbelievable expectations that um, making a preliminary final." Is he uh, Jared? Jared said it's it's such a high bar. Mm. David King goes, no, it's not. Mm. In that tone of voice, no, it's not. What getting to a prelim? No, that's not a high bar for a seasoned coach like him with the team he's got. Excuse me, he's and a flog man. Yeah, he, unacceptable <laughs> journalism and AFL media um, jargon. Uh, I couldn't believe my ear holes. I could not believe ear holes. Yeah, man. If I was Ken, I'd be like, I'm fucking just leaving after this season. Fuck you guys. I'll get a job at any other club that doesn't have a coach. Go so straight easily. to Gold Coast with yeah, a fuck you. midfield. If you guys want to hate shit on me for the last five years after all I've done and they can have Luke, they can have Luke prelim Beveridge. after prelim, yeah, and you're yeah, we're gonna sack you. Well, this is my point. Fuck he's, off. Not only that, he's developing young talent. Yeah, we talked about them nailing that draft with Rosie Butters and Dersma. Mm. Um, and Drew was the year before. Yeah. Like there's a couple of guys all around that mark, and they traded pick that they got they got those picks mm. um, in return from Hawthorne for Chad Wingard and Jarman Impey as well. Such an intelligent move, unbelievable move. Yeah. So like that footy department <clears throat> as a whole made great moves, and Ken has overseen. You've got to give him credit for when things go right. Yeah, yeah. he's overseen the development of Butters and Rosie are on track to be superstars. Mm. Superstars. Butters is a top five player in the game right now. They're already playing like superstars. I can, he was, is form-wise. Absolutely. Over the last like three or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. over the last five minutes. Absolutely. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're right. No, you're right. Like, yeah. yeah. He's right up there. Yeah. So Ken has not put a foot wrong in terms of development. No. We've watched Todd Marshall become like a good forward. Georgie yeah. Artis had heaps of promise before he got injured. I just don't know what's wrong with that yeah. club. Acquiring a Lear Lear, huge get. Oh, massive. I mean, yeah. massive. So they're recruiting their talent identification and then their talent development is Junior all really on point. Get. That's a great get. Great get. Mm. 
and they make the most out of Charlie Dixon, who, I, to be quite honest, I don't even rate that highly. No. But they make the most out of him. No, but he's clearly, he's clearly a, a proper clubman, mm. you know. I think the one that they got rid of that they really didn't want to was um, Blake Hardwick. No, not no, Blake Hardwick. No, he's definitely Isn't, always uh, been a Hawthorne. Who am I tripping on? Oh, Carl Amon. Carl no, Amon. Yeah, Carl Amon. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They yeah. wanted to keep Carl Amon. Yeah, for sure. And why wouldn't you? He's a good player. Fuck me, yeah. he was good on the weekend yeah. against us. That's yeah, he's a very, he's fuck, a very, very. He good uses player. the ball so Dude, well, he's, man. He's so he's well. awesome. Every man. time he got it, I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like, I just don't know how that club has really put that much of a foot wrong. So, if it comes down to on-field performance and the guy makes a prelim, that's an automatic tick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be. You're at the pointy tick. end of the competition against the best teams, other best teams in the making, club. Like making a prelim. Anything can happen on prelim, not making a prelim is so difficult. Well, not if you finish top four. Well, no. no. Yeah, but it's but difficult to finish top four to start with. It is. So it's... it's You've got to get, what, 17 wins? Yeah. You have under, to have a plus 70% win yeah. rate. Maybe I just think prelims are difficult to get to because we've just done it twice in the last six years from outside the four, so... What happens if you look back 50 years, you fucking flog? Absolutely nowhere. <laughs> no man's you're, land. You're not that bad, actually. You made quite a few. Yeah. I've yeah, seen, we used to spank you in the prelims. Yeah, I know. In, uh, I've, 2010s. I've seen seven prelims in my lifetime. That's all right. One win. That's not all right. No. No. Yeah. Oh, two, two wins, sorry. Yeah, two you wins. want a flag and then oh, you two. lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Do you try and erase I, 2021 I from your memory? <laughs> we didn't play in that grand yeah. final. No, no, yeah. no. It didn't happen. Best second quarter I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking about coaches, leads me to the, the discussion that Richmond, finding a new coach. Yeah. What direction do they go down? Brendan Gale had some comments on it, but footy classified last week ran with the tagline that chasing an established senior coach is overrated. Yeah. And they threw up a graphic. It speaks about those who had won a premiership before arriving at a club and whether they've won a premiership since. Mm -hmm. So it was the last 19 premiership coaches. Yeah. Now, I won't go through... I'll go through the names, but you and I were discussing this. And I said that perhaps you don't need a premiership coach or a senior coach, but I think they have to have been involved in yes. a premiership. Yeah. I think that they're missing. The key criteria isn't whether you were the head coach responsible, but whether you were part of a team, be yeah. it player or assistant coach. Yeah. So I'll get you to go through. These are the these are all the last nineteen premiership coaches. Yeah. And whether they'd been involved in a premiership in any capacity yep. in their career before they won one. Yeah. So Chris Scott at Geelong won two flags at the Brisbane Lions. Yes. He was there for the four grand finals. Mm-hmm. Simon Goodwin went back to back at a young age at Adelaide Crows. Mm-hmm. Damien Hardwick won a premiership at Essendon and Port Adelaide. And an assistant at Hawthorne. Yep. Yep. In uh, two thousand and eight, I must add. And uh, Goody was mentored by Paul Ruse. Yes. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Of course, he was part of the succession plan. Yeah. Uh, Adam Simpson was part of the, uh, at least two of the Hawthorne flags. Yeah. Before he um, got absolutely railroaded by them in 2015. And Um, a West Coast flag back in the day. Yeah, and he's a West Coast. Yeah. And he, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he won two flags at North as a player. (laughs) Yeah. Luke Beveridge um, won three in a row in the VAFA. It's an assistant, yeah. Um, St. Bede's Mentone. That doesn't count. C-grade, That's a B-grade, stretch. That's A-grade. a massive stretch. That doesn't count. Assistant at Collingwood in 2010. 
assistant at Hawthorne. That counts. That counts. Yeah. That all counts. Alistair Clarkson. I mean, yeah. Unbelievable premiership pedigree as a coach. Yeah, but did he have any before? I don't think he... Yes, he did. Port Adelaide, 2004. Right. He was under Choco. There you go. Yeah. Um, John Longmire, Sydney Swans, Premiership 04. Was he... Yeah, he would have been an assistant. No also five. mentored by Paul Roos. Paul Roos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two-time winning Premiership player in his own right. Mm-hmm. Mick Malthouse, uh, West Coast Eagles, Premierships, two of them. Won a Premiership with... No, that might have been it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was That it. was it. Overrated scumbag. <laughs> Took him a decade yeah, to yeah. win both of those. Yeah, that is it. Uh, the Collingwood one. Uh, Bomber Thompson, I mean, what more can be said? All those Essendon premierships. Sheed's um, understudy as yeah, well. Yeah, Sheed's understudy. Amazing. John Warsfold, the two premierships as a player for West Coast. Captain them as well. Paul Roos, just, yeah, amazing modern day coach. And Choco Williams, uh, an abundance of premierships at sample level with the Port Adelaide Magpies. Yeah. So um, this coaching... Conundrum, um, no premierships before. Mm. It's a load of crock. It, it, is a, it is a load of crock because it's just looking at one snapshot of a coach's resume and saying, well, you don't have that. And it's like, but I do have it. Mm. I just don't have it with the title attached that you would like me to. Yeah. You see why the wife gets frustrated with me? I know that by just looking at their names. Mm. But when she asked me to clean the dishes up, it's all too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Forget her birthday and all that shit. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. She gives me a three-month warning. <laughs> so we ended up having a long discussion about that. I was just I was just fascinated that the narrative could be, hey, you don't need a coach with premiership experience. Well, not, yeah, not head coaching, but yeah. you definitely do. Like, a, you a must have yeah. that experience. I don't know. I wonder what Ross's experience was in his early career. Is that Sydney with under Paul Roos? Okay. So, so he would have been involved it. in the 2005 yeah. Premiership, yeah. I was going to say, if he doesn't have it, then that's exactly the way. As mm. So he was at Sydney, yeah, for 2005, and then he went straight from Sydney to us in 2007. So Yeah, and like, again, a highly successful coach because he's yeah. been part of a... Yeah, he's played in I think you have to three s- grand finals. You have to see a successful environment. You have yeah. to be a, a yeah. key piece mm. and live through it to understand what it's all about. Yeah. Just along, they, uh, although they didn't... You know, one like uh, the Dom Sheed kick. He was under Buckley, so that he would have learned a fair bit there. Mm-hmm. Not a premiership winning team, of course, but a grand final appearance. Yeah, and an as close as you can get with yeah. Matty Nix, if I'm not mistaken, was under John Longmire, and he's clearly doing good things with Adelaide. Yep. Um, and off the top of my head, Stewie Jew was, yeah, John Longmire's premiership assistant. So, yeah. Well, Brad Scott and Michael Voss are cut yeah. from the same cloth in yeah. terms of premiership experience, yep. especially in their playing days, obviously, is what yep. I'm referring to. Yep. Their coach, they coach wildly differently. They do, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just want to talk up my boy because I'm yeah. so happy. Yeah. I love him. He's amazing. <laughs> He's doing great things. He's the second coming. <laughs> second coming. <laughs> All right, anything else? Who do you reckon your next coach will be in 27 years? <laughs> 27 years, dude. I thought you were going to be cheeky and say two years. Yeah, I thought oh, I was going to say going to be a call. <laughs> you missed the trick there, my friend. Yeah, you did miss the trick. You missed the trick. Yeah. Oh, that was the first thing I've missed all Oh, that. actually, that was a, the sliding doors moment. So they were talking about um, Damien Hardwick. Who was it who just missed out on his job? Anyway, the thing that happened at the time was um, Dimmer was at Port. Oh, the laptop? The laptop story. That was at your voice. Do you know that story? was an Essendon. No. So Dimmer was an assistant at Port Adelaide and he was interviewing for the Essendon job at the same time as Matty Knights. Right. 
And Richmond obviously needed a coach at the same time. So I don't know if you remember this. The narrative at the time was, well, Knights will go coach Richmond and Hardwick will go coach Essendon. Yeah. Two former players of yeah, those yeah. respective clubs. Damien Hardwick had his entire presentation that he had to give. Maybe I have heard this. Saved on a familiar. laptop. And when it came time to fly to Melbourne to go and give the presentation, Port Adelaide said, actually, that's our property and you're not allowed to take it with you. Yeah. Jeez. And so he presented without the yeah, work. Yeah, without it. And Matty Knights had a better presentation, presumably, and they gave it to him. And it was considered to be like a like a pretty important thing that he didn't have his presentation. Wow. That is unbelievable by Port Adelaide. Unbelievable. <laughs> what a bunch of weasels, man. I know. So you'd be spewing. We could have had Damien and Hardwick, and they would have had Matty Knights. Just the, the change yeah. in fortune of two clubs. Oh, there would have been so many more burnt microwaved memberships, man. <laughs> they would have been ninth forever. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been hilarious. Oh dear. Uh, but there was someone else who missed out on the Richmond job because Hardwick got it. I've got to find that story, and we'll talk about it next week. All right, we've been rattling on for a while. Before we uh, start doing the tips. Do you boys have anything you want to add? No. You want to chip in some content, Bateman? You got a hot take for us, mate? Not really, Matt. Not really. All right. That's the type of enthusiasm oh, yes. we get you in for. Yes. Yes, I do. Here we go. I do. Thursday night football is back in next week. Should have been back and this it week. Runs for, it runs for six weeks. Sydney playing three of them. Jeez. Really? Yep. Why? How annoying is that? Because they're playing the Saints... Next week. Yeah. That's why. The Saints are Showtime. Yeah. Showtime and then, Saints. And then they're versing the Tigers on a Thursday night and they've got us on a Thursday night. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess they thought they were going to be good before that. Yes. Although, a it's a, is this a lot part of, of the rolling fixture? win the flag. Oh. We didn't do our MVP voting. Oh, of course. Should we just tie a bow on this? Yeah. It's clearly James Sicily, it right? Is. It's James Sicily. 100%. Yeah, only because we kept kicking the fucking thing to him. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, man. 43 disposals, 16 marks, 22 intercept possessions, <laughs> but then 11 score involvements. We he, just kept giving him the football. Yeah. It was criminal. Well, he, he genuinely... He's a, he's a superstar. Genuinely outmarked. Yeah. No, he's a gun. But there were times where it was Jack Higgins coming up the line. I'm like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Yeah. You can't let him switch onto him. And yeah. then if he is, you shouldn't be targeting him. It was dumb yeah. footy from your It was boys. ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, he's busier than Riley Reid. What? You're trying to salvage your sexuality right now <laughs> with your cheeky little references. We see straight through it, mate. Google it. Hey, you want another stat? Who do you think leads the league in bounces to this point in the year? Oh, Take a guess. I've, oh. I've got the top six sitting in front of me. Leads the league in bounces. Adam Sard's in there, surely. He is fourth with 17 bounces. Yeah. Pigeon? And Andrew McGrath? Andrew McGrath. 28 bounces leads the league. Does what? he? What that, I, do I that, get that? Yeah. That's an unbelievable get. Oh, I would never have gone there. Oh, wow. Well done. Daniel Rioli second on 22. Jesus. Noah Anderson, sorry, equal third with Adam Sarr. Do you know how I literally 17. thought of that then? I literally, invi- like, I looked, I, I had a feeling it was an Essendon player. Loves a run. And he loves running. Loves a run. Loves it. Mm. Yeah. We've replaced bounces. We've replaced. We've whitewashed Sard's old role. 
Yeah. We've got the whitest man going around. Yeah. Well, I'll bring a bit of content to the table next week. <laughs> whitest man going around. Let me, let he me... looks so white. <laughs> Andrew McGrath. I mean, if you were designing a white character, that's who you That's would, him. Uh, that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me get back to you for next week's pod. Please I do. saw it a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to have to go hunting for it. But someone released it, Never to Bounce the Football Best 22, a couple of weeks ago. And there are some unbelievable players in that team, man, that have never, never bounced it football. at AFL level. I think I saw one of the um, one of the comments on that bounce stat was um, someone said Mason Cox, and it said no, he has four career bounces, and the Pies are four and zero when Mason Cox has a bounce. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a cool stat to track. That's amazing, dude. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds great. Um, there were there were plenty of other good performances. It must be said, but clearly Sicily. Yeah. was the one. Uh, we mentioned Luke Jackson earlier, who was quite good, but Matt Rao, the 23 contested from 29 touches and, and um, the 16 clearances. He was enormous. Yeah. In most other weeks, he probably wins it. Yeah. And then Jack Lukosius bag five. You probably, I'll be honest, I might give Lukosius a vote. Lukosius is a star. Man. So there's a couple of, Couple of vote getters against your boys this uh, from the week just gone. Yep, unfortunately. I found the best twenty three players. It hasn't taken me a week. It's taken me fifteen seconds. Uh, some notable mentions in here to never take a bounce. Max gone. Max gone. Yeah, yeah have to be Rowan Marshall. Really, Ooh. I thought he would have taken a bounce. Nah. I was a little gallop. Never taken. <laughs> Tom Sparrow's never bounced the footy midfielder. Well, you got to play, don't you? Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Cody Waitman, he's just bounced off the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a few spuds in here. Um, cool series. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that good? Yeah. No. <laughs> Jordan Butts, Jack Buckley. Yeah. Key defenders, left, T- right, and center. T- right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Mark Pitnet. Hey, he locked away. Do you think this means Tom DeConing is gone? Gone. Gone. Absolutely gone. Take it to the bank. He is going to St Kilda or Geelong. Next or Sydney, season. perhaps. Or Sydney. Sydney is sniffing around. For how much? Too much. Too much. Too much. Yeah. Been doing. Too much yeah. is the answer. Too much is the answer. Yeah. yeah. I just hope that who whichever team is the one that secures him isn't dumb enough to make it. I think five years is too long. Yeah. Mm. If you're not getting played at the moment. Yeah, four I'm, years max. If the too much is 800,000, because that's what it takes to shake someone loose, I can live with that, but it has to be three years. Yeah. And you've got to earn that next contract. Yeah, I don't like the four years for Pitnet. I don't like it one bit. Well, they've got nothing else in the pipeline. He's just got he's got them at the right time. Yeah. Is all it is. And what, I mean, I mean, fair play to him. He'd be so happy, man. So happy. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. He hasn't been that terrible, to be mm. honest. I mean, he is a. Uh, he's good enough to be a starting ruckman. Yeah, I've just got my distaste goggles on for them, don't I? I should probably remember. I think so. I mean, I like I don't love him. <laughs> I think he's a bottom four starting ruckman, but he's I think a serviceable ruckman. Yeah, he's yeah. okay. Mm. I mean, who's worse? Is it Bailey J. Williams or is it Kieran Briggs at GWS? Like the, mm. you know, he's mm. all right. Yeah. Anyway, you can shit all over him if you like. Ash Johnson. <laughs> Starting Ruckman, Ash Johnson. <laughs> all right, let's get stuck into the tips. Yeah. Oh, we didn't, uh, tipping. Horrendous. Oh, yeah, tipping horrendous. I think I had four. Horrendous for everyone. I had, uh, I had just, three. Let me just pull that shit up. Going to the fat side footy tipping leaderboard. Um, the way you said it, I thought this would happen faster, but yeah, uh, my phone mm. didn't load. Uh, you got four. Yeah, fuck yeah. I got four. 
I got three. Paddy. P. Bateman, nine, three. I got Essendon, Port, and Collingwood. I had a fucking stinker. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah. It was real tough. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got this week's coming up. I'm going to formulate a multi based on uh, the tips from you boys. I'll abstain. I'll let you guys go toe-to-toe for this. We're kicking this off. Melbourne versus Carlton, MCG Friday night. It's just Melbourne, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Bounce back. Oh, come on. The bag is a really bad one. Melbourne. I've it's got Melbourne, Melbourne by 11 points. Yeah, I'll be a small margin. I think Carlton will really compete, but Melbourne will just be too good. Well, it's funny because, you know, I mean, they need... It's not only... Is Stephen May slightly out of form? The Carlton forward line's yeah. out of form. Yeah. So is it just a question of which one of those two elements has the better evening? Or is it still one and lost in the middle, considering Oliver's out and Cripps is out of form? Oh. Or does your boy pit net and is he shitting it? Does he get stitched up by Gorn and Grundy? Oh, yeah. It's a tough outing, isn't it? Yeah. It's very tough, man. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no Jack Silvani backup in this game. No. It's pit net all night, or yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, you can't put Silvani in, or I guess he's going to have to pinch it, isn't he? Yeah. And it's going to be, he'll get towed up in there. Mm. Yeah, I think they'll kill him out of the middle, Melbourne, yeah. even without Clary. Yeah. And Van Ruins, boys come early. He's only have to, he only has to play on Jacob Wiedering, so. <laughs> rough. Yeah, pretty rough. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going, I'm going Melbourne. Melbourne. They'll bounce back after a loss, and Carlton will continue to fall. Good to say. Yeah, I'm going to take Melbourne too. The last week was the, fuck it, I'll take a flyer on Carlton. Yeah. Yeah. Because the response has to come and yeah. it was just just it was just as bad. If it if Colonel Mackay kicked straight and they lost by like two points, mm. I might take a gamble on them this week, but they were just as bad as they have been. Yeah. yeah. So Against such an undermanned Sydney team as well. It's Yeah, it's just impossible to tip them in earnestness at the moment. So. And the yep. next game was one of the most bizarre results of 2022. Hawthorne went to Adelaide Oval and won by 68 points. Oh, I remember that, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> we were out for dinner that night. And we I were. Had a pretty penny on we that We were game. out for a family birthday dinner in Carlton, I think, and uh, went out for a little vapey. We both nearly dropped our phones, man. Uh, Hawthorne 68 points up against Port in Adelaide. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I'll let us off. Port will definitely win this game. Yeah, Port. Port. Hawthorne will hang around. They won't get yeah. smashed. They were, they were solid against us, man. Port by 20. I'll say 27. Sicily got a week, though, to be fair. Sicily did get a Sicily week. Sicily got a week. So okay, he's not playing a sniper. Points. Bring, bring, oh. bring the red card in. Fucking red card him. <laughs> Mate, I fired up. They were like, oh, Sicily got a week because he's my... Not that it matters. We're in the buy rounds for Supercoach draft, so it's yeah. fine, but... I fired right the fuck up because I said, oh, what do you get a week for? And they go, the bump. I thought it was for the one on your boy who fucking turned into LeBron and started flopping all over the joint, which oh, was a disgrace. Oh, wait, whatever, Max King, whatever. Um, whatever. Not as bad as, nowhere near as bad as Cody. No, Wayne. there was actually contact there. He's Cody. obviously just... There was. It was soft. But oh, yeah. I love... I love James Sicily being like, well, since you're marching at the top of the square, yeah, well, that's what King, take this with you. Kingy said that on commentary. Beautiful. He's just going, well, you've got a fake one. Let's give you a real one. I think it was yeah. Derm. I think it was oh, it's Derm. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derm's, I just don't expect Derm to say anything. Surprised Derm wasn't in the rooms telling him to stab him in the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Shake the dog. We've got, yes, it was we've got championship. This is your chance to put a line in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. 
Yeah, I thought he copped it for that hit. No, nah, it was the, Cam, the Cam and Edie one. I was going fucking mental. But yeah. But you wouldn't have noticed his Cam and Edie popped back up. Quick digression. But he got him high. Quick dig- he, he did get him high and it was sloppy. Yeah. Quick digression. Adam Chera got off. Oh, man, don't start about the tribunal. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. What are you how allowed the, to do? How how does Chera get off and Luke Parker doesn't? Riddle me that. Um, I can't. I know Carlton's lawyer is undefeated. Carlton's lawyer should play for them. <laughs> I'm glad Laird got off. Laird should not yeah, have gone. Yeah, he yeah, shouldn't have even been given the yeah. week. I that. thought Jaeger should have gotten off. The desk. God. That's what they call him, Rory Laird. The desk. How cool is that? The desk. Because he's wider than he is tall. His nickname's The, the desk. desk. That's unreal. <laughs> I love that. How good is that, man? I love that. I heard it on a podcast. I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know what tackle was illegal anymore. Because Laird, get, he got given a week originally and they challenged it and won. But he didn't even pin the arms. Yeah. Nah. And that's like being the big thing. If you pin the arms and you slam them down, and then I agree Chera with pins that. The arms and they say, "Well, you didn't actually pin them that much." Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. It's, it's are they pinned on? They're pinned or they're not pinned? It's very, very confusing. The only way it could be more of a shit show is if it was like Judge Judy presiding. <laughs> like ah, there was a camera crew in there. It doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah, man. I don't know what you're allowed to do. We've been. Uh, we mentioned it a few weeks ago. Someone said the phrase "hostage to litigation." Yeah. It's yeah. going to be the motto that I use for the whole year talking about the tribunal. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So we're all taking port? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I've got a question for the next game, Bob. A West Coast about... A West, will West Coast have their fifth... Will West Coast? Will West Coast? Will West Coast have their fifth 100-point loss in the last 13 months? They could. Oh. But I'm going to tip Collingwood by 107 points. No. Jeez. Oh, it's, a, it's a lot of points. It's, it's, a, lot it's a lot of, of points. I'm going to tip it. Surely not. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back Collingwood. All right, expl- give me give me the um, rationale. I just think every I reckon if they feel like it, every Collingwood player will kick a goal on the weekend. That's just have the way Colling- it is. have Collingwood Carlton beaten them, have Carlton Collingwood really beaten a team by a, a massive massive margin? This just year? GWS sixty five points, sixty eight yeah. points, sixty five points. Yeah, and that was only a few weeks ago. Giants haven't yeah. really been losing big margins either. Yeah, but I don't know. Nah, I'm just... Nah, I'm just not gonna, that much. I'm just going to... It'll be 10... I think around 10 goals. I'm just going to be outrageous. I'm just going to say it. 107 points. Um, yeah, I just... Like, you can all laugh at me next week. That's fine. No, no, no. West Coast, uh, they did show a little bit of something against us. Yeah. Um, it. You know, they're not making a, really that many changes this week. On the other side of the coin... Drew Jay- Benfield might be in. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Elliott's out. Um, Steel side bottom's obviously out. Yeah. Uh, 97 points. But I, no, I'm just thinking that like, <laughs> I think that there's a, there's a method to how Collingwood play. That means being the front running team is not really suited to them. I think they've managed to generate this synthetic underdog status despite all these wins. Mm. Yeah. And then like some of it's come from behind at times. They're clearly a better team when they're, when they're down by a goal. Yeah. Like yeah. clearly better. And then North, Freaking took it up to them for an entire quarter. Yeah. You just sparked my memory then. Daniel Gorridge. If you are 400 points down, you will lose. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say uh, Pies by 69 points. Giggity. Mm, Dinny. Mm. Dinny for two. Yeah, I'm saying around 10 goals. Yeah. All right, do you want to lead us into this one? Tell us how you're going to lose this match. You let us in. Dogs versus Cats. 
um, sworn eternal enemies. The Holland's Derby. The dogs versus the cats. It is. Oh, it's the Holland's Derby. Yeah. This this should be nice bit of wordplay there. Holland's be, Derby. If this game was for for supporter rights for the child, oh. it would actually be the perfect game. Yeah, and it's coming up it's too. The it's the second time in our eight and a half years together that we're a chance. We're a chance. You're a chance. <laughs> You're starting favourites. It's a dollar fifty five to two forty. Yeah. I think I might. I know your missus was prepared to let go of the the. I'm gonna float this daily, rights, but we should float I this. Think, I, I really this is think, it. Yeah, this is the supporter of the baby supporting mm-hmm. cup. Have you got something planned to watch the game Saturday night? Uh oh yeah, I'll, I'll be probably at home with the miso. She's um yeah she's battling. <laughs> well, she might have a smile on her face after the the cats win, and she can take her her Geelong uh, baby to the footy in a few years. I'll tell you what is odds on, like a dollar oh four of happening. She will not see the end of that game. She falls asleep so fast. So I'll just tell her the dogs won and hide the newspaper. <laughs> hide the newspaper. Wait, what do you got a sketch? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, I don't know how to tip you... here. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one, isn't it? Oh, Who am I gonna tip? It is, yeah. <sighs> dogs. I'm not interested in what you have to say. I'm going to tip the cats. Yep. Yep. How come? Why? Because I don't really know who to tip. And I'm going to tip the cats because they always beat the dogs. And that's what I'm running with. They do. They always beat us. Do they bounce back though after last week? Or are you both going to bounce back games? Yeah. Both can bounce back. Mm. It is at Marvel. I think that lends itself slightly towards the Western Bulldogs. The thing that I'm most worried about for you, mm. mate, there's a Jeremy Cameron shitstorm due to yeah. rain down on Sunday. It's been, a, it's been a few weeks. And he's due for, he's due for, for Nort- 25 and the 7. perfect week for Norton to go back. It is. If I'm match committee. <laughs> Lucky you're not because yeah. you'd be fucked. So kissed on the dick once again at the selection table. Patrick Dangerfield is yet to return. That's great for you. That is. That's great for you. You're going to catch everyone at the right time. Yeah. And you're going to start chirping about making a fucking big noise in finals. And then yeah. everyone's going to be fit and you're going to get spanked. So Gary Rowan's in for them. So what? Adam Trelaw's back for us. So so what? Didn't he the sing, what a way to sing, sum up a man's career. Didn't he sing a Gary game, Rowan, game winner man. against you after the sign so a few years what? ago? Oh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, yeah, he didn't kick a match-winning goal yeah. from an impossible angle against so him. So what? 140 metres out, he's just dobbed it. So what? what football games go for 120 minutes, yeah? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yep. So for 119 minutes and 51 seconds, we dominated that game. Yeah, but 10 seconds is what mattered <laughs> at the end, didn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, Adam Trelaw's back in, so that's a good that's a good in for us. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Lovely. I'm gonna tentatively tip the cats here, but I'm subject to change. I reckon. <sighs> See, I'm yeah, midfield is like non-existent. Yeah, yeah. now midfield and Bont. Yeah, like oh, this is really tricky. It's isn't tough it? game, English, isn't it? English Actually, versus, I don't. English I don't, versus Segler. I don't think there's English has dropped off from the start of the year he to, has, to yeah. be fair, but uh, it was a hot start. So. Yeah. Getting ready for Oktoberfest. I don't know if Jeremy Cameron's enough to turn the tide, not single-handedly. And at the moment it almost might be single-handedly. I think you should dominate them, like dominate the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And then like I was talking about their low possession. Yeah. Just, just incredibly low possession. I just don't know how they're going to impact you. Liam Jones. We'd be one of the high possession teams. For sure. I think so. I didn't yeah, do a lot, st- of hand, lot of handball. Didn't do any stats on you because yeah. you're a boring team, but... <laughs> <laughs> are we? Liam, yeah, you are a boring okay. team. 
You're only just beating teams that you should beat. No, we are boring. Yeah. It's not that fascinating. No. Doggy's seventh on the disposal ladder. There we go. Okay. God, we love sevens, don't we? Fuck me. <laughs> Seventh all the fucking time. I'm actually, I'm going to tip you, boys. I'm yeah. going to tip you. All right. Yeah. All right. No worries. This next game is fascinating, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think this is a fascinating game of football. Gold Coast, Adelaide in Darwin. Even money. Ooh. A back-to-back Darwin game. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And they've stayed up there. That helps. That's going to make life really tough. I'm going to tip Gold Coast. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to tip them with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a good shout. Acclimatised to the yeah. conditions up there. What a massive, what a massive game for Stuart Jew this is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. This could really, I mean, this is, is this basically what happened last year? Because they were in finals contention. I feel like they started, they started a bit hotter last year, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Did they win three in a row or something? Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. They started pretty poorly this but year. But they were in finals contention around the bye, maybe just after the bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think they went less than 50% win-loss from there. So if he can get this win, it keeps them in touch, keeps yeah. the pressure off, potentially gives that group the uh, motivation or the belief that they can actually play finals and maybe win one, which is crazy because they're not going to. But... They got some. I mean, Matt Rowe, top of his game at the moment. Yep. Uh, ben King is looking quite good. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. There's a lot going right for them, and they and Bailey Humphreys, a great young kid. Jeez, mm. I think they probably win that. They win the midfield battle for yeah. me. Bailey Humphrey is good. I told you oh. when I included him in there. Like it's like let's rank these teams' best young core. I was like, geez, I feel a bit stupid putting him in, but after watching two games, I was like, I really like Could him. Could we yeah, be sitting here really in four good. years? Really like Could him. we be sitting here in four years saying this is a win-win, a, a win-win sliding doors moment for Adelaide and Gold Very Coast? possible. Mm. Very possible. Yeah. He's got ticker, mm. the young man. He does. Yeah, I'm going to tip Gold Coast with you. Nice. I'm tipping the Suns as well, just because you've told me they've stayed up in Darwin. Yeah, they I have. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big factor, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, the next game. GWS Richmond at Giants Stadium. Tipping the Giants. Yep, Giants for me. Toby Green, day out. Tobias Green. Mm. What a player. Yeah, Giants for me. Um, I think Richmond are going to go into this slump that Collingwood did when they had Robert Harvey. I think I think they're just going to be a. I think I think they're going to be an unrecognizable footy side. For the rest of this season. Really? Yeah. Mm, I think... Uh, unrecognisable. Yeah. I, I, Essentially, I, all McGuire has to do is just coach the same game plan they've been playing. Like, it's not like he's going to change, reinvent the world. He's, <laughs> it's a plan he we'll knows calling him well. Andrew yeah. McFalter in three weeks. <laughs> Andrew McFalter? <laughs> That's quite good for me. That's not Thank bad. You. One of your best. Thank you. <laughs> it's not saying a lot, but... <laughs> so, so, yeah, but I'm going with the Giants. Yeah. I think Toby's going to... He's just impossible to stop, man. Yeah. He's a frightening player. Mm. He's he is, so he really good. is. There's a big, big sound on Sunday. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's clearly one of the... There was moments, a couple moments last year, but the year before, like arguably the best player in the game for long stretches. Yeah. yeah. And when he turns it on, he still looks like he could be that guy week in, week out. The thing that they've got going for them is that their midfield is like really nice. Yeah. yeah. GWS. I thought it would suffer a little bit, but the reality was, and 
I had, I had a light argument with someone. I was like, you know, Hopper was not in their starting midfield at all by the time he left. Yeah. He was out of there. And when he was in there, it was because of the the consistent injuries to either Canelio or Kelly or both of them at the same mm. time. That's when he got his real shot. But when he left at the end of last year, they had settled on Green, Tom Green, yeah. and Perryman. And then other like bit part players. They, they were done with Hopper. So their midfield didn't really lose much. It mm. was losing that high half forward pressure slash stoppage player in Toronto that bothered them. But um, yeah. Is Himmelberg back? Oh. Because he was out last week and they still got it done. They had a couple of outs last week and they they still got it done. Kelly missed last week or is he going out this week? Don't know. AFL app just froze on me like it tends to do all the time. One of the worst apps in the world. Squiz. In Uh, Harry Himmelberg. Yes. Himmelberg. Rouston and and Flynn. Cumberland, Banks, and Thompson Dow. (laughs) At least one of the Dows is getting a go, eh? (laughs) Flynn is interesting. I thought Briggs was okay. I, I didn't think he'd been terrible at all. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to tip GWS. Why yep. not? Yep. In Cumberland, Banks, Dow, out. Damn it. Cumberland went out because of <laughs> omission. Yes. Yeah. Staggering. Yeah, because the week before he got dropped, he fucking tore it apart. And then it was two weeks three before goal, that. Three I, goals in a quarter. And I was like, I think he's their most damaging forward at the moment. Yeah. And they dropped him. They dropped him. <laughs> I was like, what do I know? Yeah. Absolutely well, he won, um, fuck all. He won best on ground honours in the uh, Dreamtime VFL game. Turns out I know more than a coach who quits on his team mid-season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, rough. Rough. Clearly, Dimmer is going to use this as a break and then go coach again somewhere else. Of straight, course. Straight. Yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. it feels, right? Next yeah. year? I would have thought so. Yeah. Maybe depending on what job's available. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah, Tazzy's away too long away. Um, yeah, because you said Tazzy. Tazzy's like 2027? Like eight, yeah, eight. Probably. Could if it happens. At this rate, yeah. yeah. Got to wait for a few of these Taswegians to die off. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, last game. Essendon North Melbourne. How much are we winning this one by? Um, I'm going to say 46 points. I'll say around five goals. 32 points. I'll take us at 25 plus. How does that sound? Yeah, nice. I like it. Um, so a couple of buys. I hate um, this time of year. I hate the buys. Hate them. Mm, they suck. It's not It's not great. Well, we have no content outside of it. At least with the um, rugby league, they've got origin. We don't have origin. Mate, we've got heaps. We've got you talking about sucking dick for half the night. Yeah, true. <laughs> the supporters are going to love this. Well, next week we're only short one game. So it's two games this week, one game next week. Yep. It's not too bad. It's after that. We're losing three games both the next following week. So I'm not a huge fan of the four bye weeks. It feels decidedly unnecessary. Just get it all done one week. Bang. All teams have a bye. Right. Love and it. done. Love everyone it. gets their fucking break. Everyone yep. comes back in. Put something else in its place. Yeah. Mm. Televise some sample games. Some VFL. Waffle. A tack cup tournament or something. Yeah, something. Oh, Showcase the nationals. Showcase, Yeah. Put, yeah, put Harley Reid front and centre on Saturday Harley. night on Channel 7 Absolutely. so everyone gets an idea of what's about to take place. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm, would be super exciting. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'll formulate a little multi here, fellas. Harley Reid's going to West Coast, isn't he? So based on your tips. Trade it away. Going for Melbourne 1 to 39. Yep. Port over 15 and a half. Nice. Collingwood 40 plus. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs Geelong. Felt tight, so I just went safe, took either team by 39 or less. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, Gold Coast head-to-head, which is a little bit risky. Giants head-to-head. Yep. Essendon 25 plus. Nice. 
Get a lazy uh, with a power play. You get a lazy thirty to one for that. Oh, can you please send that over? I can send it to you. The thing to do might be to just hedge the line in the Gold Coast and GWS game. Maybe give them like a fifteen point head start each. Yeah, it'll probably chop it down to just under twenty. But that's a solid bet for the round, I think. Yeah, love it. Oh, I got a fat bonus here. Can't lose. Oh, not lovely bonus. I've got a bonus. Sorry. We've all got a bonus. That was another penis joke. For I was going to say, I was waiting for the for the boner joke to come out there. No, no. Juvenile. Got an Aiden Bonner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Thanks for coming in, baby. Yeah, thanks, uh, Of mate. course. You begged us to be on this week, and uh, we were happy to facilitate. <laughs> mm, I've got the receipts to prove otherwise, but we can run with that narrative if you'd like. Nah, it's absolute pleasure having you in, mate. Nah, it's always good fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jackson. On your bob. Get you out of my dick. <laughs> Put my mouth on it in a minute. <laughs> 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 <laughs>